Quincy Jones Show here. I am your host, Quincy Jones, and of course, the best damn tag team partner, co-host, co-owner, and uh, I will say social media manager, uh, just a little insider right there, Doc Lesnar. What's going on, sir? Hey, guys. It's me. It's, it's it, I'm the guy. I'm, I'm just taking- I'm That's just, my guy. <laughs> taking a break to look up from the laptop. <laughs> hey, guys. <laughs> Pushing my- Glasses and everything. Exactly. Yeah, he, this guy knew. This guy knew. That's why we're. That's why it's DNA, baby. But you already uh, know man. Doc Lesnar, hip hop hybrid, only one in existence in the worlds of hip hop and pro wrestling. But we are back with another brand spanking new edition of the Quincy Jones Show podcast. Yes, sir. Yes, friend. sir. Um, without further ado, let's get into some news, man. Because obviously there's some A some stuff of- going on, but also, uh, I, you know, I felt like there was uh, some good wrestling going on this week as well. I definitely I would agree. To touch I would on. Agree. So, um, yeah, man, let's just uh, let's get into it. First things first. First things first. Let's uh let's do what those uh those Tony Hawk era kids say and uh drop in, man, huh? Like that, like that. Well, uh, I'm gonna go. Did you see that clip? My bad. I sent you that clip where that band played it live. Yeah, and he came out. Man, that was so awesome. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, sorry, yeah. just yeah. I can only send that to people in my age range. Oh yeah, no one, no one gets it, bro. Like, like who, who is this guy? It, it's oh, is this uh, karaoke? There's a lot. It's the same as like not to go solely off topic, but Brandon Fraser and you know, oh boy, winning Oscars, like oh. Encino Man series coming soon. Netflix. Oh yeah, yeah. You know Ears what's funny is I totally forgot <laughs> when that kid grew up or grew older, he was in that film. Yeah, I mean everyone's like Goonies, obviously Indiana Jones, obviously. You know what I mean, hundred percent, hundred percent. But uh, yeah, we'll we'll kick it off WWE side of news. Um, I'm gonna start off with a uh, report we started on last week. Saray, um, you know she's gonna be on her way out of WWE. Uh, turns out there's a little bit of more details behind that. It's being Saray? said, Saray, Saray, Saray. Okay, I don't know. Yeah. Why, yeah. But uh, it's being said that a lot of talents have told Fightful that they have not seen her at the Performance Center, quote, in ages. And um, Fightful has added the possible catalyst to her departure uh, could be the, uh, or I should say the dissension on her NXT roster ran, you know, run. It was, uh, it's been reported that William Regal was a big advocate of hers behind the scenes. And his departure to AEW back in January of last year is said to be, quote, the beginning of the end of, uh, you know, her whole push in NXT and her, uh, and pretty much her, her whole run, you know. And additionally, uh, she was not factored into any creative plans. And it said that the writing was essentially on the wall for her since last spring, uh, despite being well regarded by uh, her peers backstage. So, but uh, yeah, that's, uh, uh, I mean, is again like I, I wasn't a big fan of the schoolgirl stuff that they were doing. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like on some like female Clark Kent stuff, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, Very like mixed, mixed with a little small pinch of Muda, I guess, with the whole bait and switch, uh, fog yeah. entrance and all yeah. that. Which cool, cool homage, right? Right, cool, right? But 
it didn't do much for her or nor character development or, or connecting with the crowd at all. Yeah, because really I, I, I mean, she I had didn't... great matches, but yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, following in NXT, a uh, little short news, uh, Dragon Lee actually made his debut at a house show uh, last Saturday at St. Petersburg, really? Florida, in a okay. winning effort against a Eddie Thorpe. Not too sure who that is. Maybe a local talent. That sounds familiar. Couldn't tell that you. That last name sounds familiar anyways, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell you. But uh, moving on along, uh, you know, it seems that, uh, you know, we've been hearing some things with Bray Wyatt. And, uh, you know, I'm just Have gonna... we ever. Yeah. <laughs> Have we uh... ever. <laughs> I'm going to jump right into I feel it. Like we never stop hearing things about this. Yeah, man. seriously. And so, I'm a fan, obviously, but, he's had a very start-stop weird return. Um, he's had very limited matches. I knew it was because I think he broke his finger and yeah, was I... working through it. Uh, but he recently no-showed uh, the house show that was at uh, Madison MSG. Square Garden. Yeah. yeah two, uh, and then uh, a lot of people were noting that he's missed a – last two weeks of SmackDown as well. Uh, you know, the whole thing is that basically he's out of action with the undisclosed quote-unquote physical issue uh, yeah. per Fightful. Uh, and Fightful, Sean Ross specifically said uh, he hasn't heard anything regarding rumors of creative, creative issues and one source denied it flat out. Um, but, you know, it's just uh, supposedly it seems to be an illness of some kind. Uh, but there's been no timetable put down as WWE did not expect him to be out long term when they got the news from him. So um, it is interesting. Uh, but Meltzer has said, quote, from what I understand, the match is still on for WrestleMania and she he should be back very soon. That's pretty much all I can say. There is something to it, but I'm not at liberty to discuss it. As far as I know, everything I've been told is that it's not a creative issue or anything like that. that I mean, that's like two and a half weeks away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, as we record this, you know, and this comes, this would come out on the seventeenth. I mean, yeah. yeah, that's that's a little over two weeks. It's basically two, yeah. You know what I mean, that's fourteen, very, very 14, little. That's over two, two weeks, weeks. That's two. That's, that's literally SmackDown. That's sixteen yeah. days. I mean, I would say two two weeks from when this drops, he should be doing the go home angle. It'd be go home. It'd be a Hall of Fame. I know Lashley's been carrying it. And then that Saturday, stand and deliver, night one, and then night two is that Sunday. Like, that's crazy. Yeah. So, and I mean. Lashley it, has talked about, uh, he, he's, you know, expressed uh, his feelings on it. He tweeted out a photo of him in the gym, you know, working out. Of course, Big Bobby, Big Bobby biceps. Uh, he says, I work too high hard. Re- low rates, high reps. High reps. He says, I work too hard to be denied. I will be ready to fight on the biggest stage of them all. Hashtag WrestleMania. I don't care who it is. Somebody will feel the wrath of the Almighty. And of course, uh, never to be outdone, Matt Cardona saw this retweeted, put my last WWE match, question mark, and my first match back, question mark, with tons of hmm emojis. I mean, it's, girl, it's girls. always ready. It's girls there. Yeah, his wife, I should say. Yeah, of course. Um, I think yeah, she's doing something with. She had a match against uh, who was it? Uh, was it Bianca on Raw? Yeah, maybe wrong. Yeah, oh, yeah no, 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 it was Bianca. It was, oh, it was okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nah, yeah oh yeah. yeah, she teamed up with Carmella. That's what it was. I was like, yeah, oh, that's so, a, that's an interesting pairing. Yeah, definitely. Speaking of uh, Matt Cardona, Cody Rhodes is recently on a uh, Ryan Satin's Out of Character podcast. He spoke yeah, on yeah. Matt Cardona as well as watching AEW Revolution and also commented on uh, Brandy's WWE future uh, with Matt. He said, uh, "What Matt does next is going to be huge. If he goes to AEW, that'd be cool. But if he goes, it comes back to WWE. That's what I want. It would be off the charts. I think he's a huge get, a huge free agent, and he's the best he's ever been." Uh, in regards to watching. Uh, Revolution, he said, I actually only saw some highlights from Ricky. I had a pirated feed, which I probably should have just figured out how to get a right feed. Not going to tell you who sent me that. <laughs> That's what I thought. Well, was. The, uh, 
two things about that is that it's kind of serendipitous or uh, ironic, I should say, is because mm-hmm. Cody's saying the same thing about what people would say about him. He left, went yeah, back, oh, yeah, went yeah. Indies, made they a did hell the same of a thing, for, Yeah, you know what I mean? With so, their wives. That's true, too. I didn't even think about that part. I, I, that's, that's another even, you know, another layer on the, the old writer I mean, that's or, why or, uh, friend, Cardona I mean, the, onion the, there. But yeah. Like, I mean, I think it's worth entertaining again because his wife's already there. I don't know how they would present him. That's the thing. Uh, do you have news on what I think you may have news on regarding Ricky? Um, I have a little bit of that. It might be, depending on, uh, is it about the Alamo Dome? Yeah. Yeah, I do have a little bit on that. Not much, but a little bit. Yes. But speaking of wives at, you know, uh, bringing our wives along, he did speak about uh, True. Brandy's. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know, future WWE, and he says, well, he and her like to do things separately. Uh, I wouldn't rule it out, but she absolutely loves watching what I'm doing. She has some stuff that she's working on secretly, unrelated, and I am not going to spoil it. Unrelated, I will not spoil it. Definitely never say never. So, don't know what that means exactly, but seems like a Cody thing to say and do. (laughs) Unrelated, no, but unrelated. But uh, speaking of related, the Bella Twins are related and uh they are leaving <laughs> the wwe uh it said that yeah, Legends contract that. expired and um obviously you know those who have been keeping up or who care enough to keep up they you know there was a fallout seemingly between them and the company when i guess they were uh booked for a promo tour for that raw whatever it was the yeah they were doing that whole raw 30 yeah they they, they were a little then, outspoken about how the women were represented on that show as yeah, well yeah, so but there because, was that because i don't know if they related, were but. in they were doing the promo tour and then they were invited. They were supposed to be there, advertised for the show. But when they got there, they said, "We don't have anything for you." So then that's uh, that's when and they- it's like they go through the travel and all yeah, that. Yeah, and I don't even think they got there. I think they actually mm. got the text that they wanted. Oh, they were trying to figure out what they were doing, and they stayed. I don't even think they showed up. Oh, okay, and then okay. They were that's, doing that's all that thing. live on social media. Yeah. So yeah, I do remember that. Yeah, that's when it all came up. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but they have since rebranded themselves as the their shoot names, the Garcia Twins, yep. and removed all mentions of the WWE uh, with a tweet from their uh, Twitter saying, Hi, I'm Nikki Garcia. I'm Bree Garcia, and we're the Garcia Twins. Welcome to our next chapter. Um, you know, but I did see that, and then a lot of people were already making jokes because of the picture they posted with it. Yeah, it looked, you know, they were like, "Oh, we're we're opening new doors," you know, to, you know what I mean, kind of the whole thing. And then everyone like the forbidden door. Oh yeah, people like, already said oh, never God. say never, but the Garcia twins going to AEW is highly unlikely due to the busy schedules these days. Because you know, even their podcast, it was the Be- I think the Bella show. I think it's like the Nick and Bree show now. Like you know, and they all they're doing all kinds of they got wines and they got shows and they host yeah. stuff and all. That so, you know, it makes sense. Uh, but yeah, I'm trying to keep the uh, the old likeness alive. And this is what uh, Nikki actually had to say. She commented on it via uh, Sirius FM. Bree and I, almost forty, we're going to be forty in November. We're mothers. We're entrepreneurs. We're executive producers. We're starring, and now we're hosting shows, winemakers. And when our contracts came up with WWE, mutually, we all knew like we just needed to head into this new chapter. So I didn't realize that. That's all. Page actually, or not Paige, uh Soraya, Soraya. Uh, tweeted at him, said, "Welcome to to freedom, ladies." <laughs> oh, like hashtag outcast, outcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, uh, no, no. The the I, I didn't realize that their birthdays were in November as well. Sucks. No, this yeah. way, this way. But speaking of outcasts, <laughs> he um, said sucks. It, uh, I was gonna bring up. It seems that uh, you know there may be a WWE draft possibly coming in May. Uh, and the reason I say outcast is because it's been reported, according to the wrestling blog, Fox does not want the following six names on SmackDown following WrestleMania 39. Ronda Rousey. 
Oh. Karrion Cross. Oh. Scarlet. And all of Hit Row. And those are the people that they put on that show purposely thinking that they were going to do numbers for that show. Yep. And, 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 and I say that to Hit Row uh, two different times. Mm-hmm. The first mm-hmm. time and the second time. I mean, Sans Swerve. Sans Swerve, yeah. yeah. Uh, French one and two. What's up? <laughs> well, speaking fun. of SmackDown weird, stars, weird flex, but uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think that was mandatory to graduate. Congratulations! No. <laughs> hey man, uh, no, but I was gonna say, uh, you know, speaking of SmackDown stars, Drew McIntyre uh, apparently is uh, working extremely ill. Uh, I don't know what's up with on? him these days. You know, what I mean, it's happened a couple times in the Carrying Cross. Uh, you know, uh, uh, storyline, uh, I think again with the Seamus thing. Uh, but yeah, you know, he did, who was in that five way and, you know, did all that, but he, I guess he nearly missed the show per Mike Johnson of PW insider. Uh, he said McIntyre who worked all the live events post SmackDown has received a lot of respect for how hard he has worked for the company. Uh, even when under the weather or working banged up over the last year, he's very much a locker room leader in that regard, but was extremely ill the entire time. It's man, like so. It's like him, Bray. Like it was Papa Shango back there, bro. Like yeah, in the locker seriously. room. What is going on, man? Like, like all serious seriousness. I, I really hope everyone's cool, though. Yeah, I I, I agree. I mean, I mean, it's it, I don't know, man. Like it's it's um, it's kind of weird. I I I don't want to say that it's connected because I just I'm worried because like Drew seems to get sick a lot. Has he been sick before? He said, "Yeah, I mean, like I mentioned earlier, like the carrying cross program suffered because of that." Um, and I, then, I, oh, and I, then thought the that was, I thought that was part of the program, like I, you know, because they were all all about that, you know, spooky, mm. spooky ooky type stuff. You know what I mean? No, that that was no, fireball in the face. I think he had like I think one night one of them was food poisoning, and I can't remember the other thing was. But uh, moving on, I uh, just got two more man. two more stories. Um, that was horrible. Yeah. Uh, speaking of weird flexes, John Cena uh, re- recently commented on Vince McMahon uh, in an interview with the Yeah, Associated a lot of people Press. were uh, kind of split down the middle on this one. Yeah, I mean, he talked about the efforts to sell the company first. He says it's a way that's way above my pay grade. I just don't know what's going on with that. I love Vince McMahon. He's everything you can want in a great friend, business partner, father, mentor. I love the man, but his business dealings are his business, and what he shares with me, that's between us. But I don't know what's going on with the corporate structure in the WWE or the creative direction of the WWE. And then, of course, uh, you know, they asked him about everything with, with McMahon, uh, you know, wh- what are his feelings towards him following all the, you know, allegations and stuff. And he says, no, I mean, everyone has the right to have their perspective. I have the right to have mine. When you love somebody, you take them as imperfectly perfect as they are, which is the main clickbait quote they've been using. Yeah. Uh, we are all. Well, I didn't hear that part before that. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. We all make mistakes. We all have poor decisions. Lord knows I've made my collection of poor choices. That doesn't mean I'm not going to love somebody. There's no way I can go on record and say I don't love Vincent Mann. So, and just to add, WrestleVotes has reported that a Cena Logan Paul program is being oh uh, possibly explored for SummerSlam. So, Jesus, why? I don't know. Couldn't tell you. But before we get there, we got the Hall of Fame, and obviously, Rey Mysterio was uh, announced as the uh, first. Uh, inductee into this year's Hall of Fame. Uh, yeah, definitely. Conan is going to be inducted. Yeah, I was really surprised that they were going to like that. Uh, I mean, not that I'm surprised, but I mean, they have referenced them on the show before, yeah. too. So. Well, the thing is, the, the big point a lot of the outlets are making is it's ironic because he, obviously, booker, manager, creative consultant, etc. 
He used to work for MLW. I think he still works for MLW, and they have an ongoing thing. So it'll be kind of interesting I, I for him he, to. He's like the 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 in between guy, the, the the main guy for AAA for sure. Yeah, exactly. And then you got that where you know obviously they have their business dealings with with uh, AW, AW, but mean, then at the same time it's like um, you know they obviously got some deal with WWE if they were able to do the whole Dragon Lee thing. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, when he announced the the signing. But anyway. Oh, that's very true, actually. Yeah, it should be interesting. But uh, just to add to the Hall of Fame news, it's been reported by PW Insider that Ric Flair is expected to induct the Great Muda, which I think we were talking about this off mic uh, a couple days ago. Really? Yeah. Uh, Stacey Keebler is uh, reportedly 100% finalized as a deal. And per a recent video. Like she's going in? Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. And uh, per a recent video host or post, I should say, by Hulk Hogan uh, via YouTube, um, I mean, you know, Hogan, he's not, he's just not great. Sometimes he just only has one mode. And so it's one of those things where it's like, this what isn't, say, con- brother? This, this isn't confirmed, but the way he does it, it's like, well, it's very timely. You drop this video and you say all this and it seems like it's going to happen. And then I wonder if you're going to be like, oh yeah, they went in cause of me, dude. <laughs> you know oh, what I'm saying? No. But he says, quote, those two guys need to be in the Hall of Fame. I'm voting for them. Hopefully, they'll be the next inductees in the Hall of Fame, man. Uh, I just think it might happen. I got a really good feeling about that one, brother. And he's talking about the Rougeau brothers. What? Mm-hmm. <laughs> for real? Mm-hmm. Hey, I ain't got nothing against it. I guess I don't hear enough. All I ever hear about them is just the, the stuff they got into with the Steiners and the stuff they got <laughs> the into with, uh, not maybe the Bulldogs, well, with the Bulldogs. No, no, it was yeah, the Bulldogs, Bulldogs too. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, well Dynamite more than anybody. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. definitely. Uh, which obviously that, that kind of makes your your rep suffer a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Because that's yeah, all. Right. I, it, she, like, that's like, hey, you ever heard about sitting in WCW? Oh, you mean when he had a, got a scissor fight with Art? <laughs> yeah, do, yeah, straight up. It's either that or the or, 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 the, leg. or, or the leg, right? Or, or, or the promo. And it's like, oh yeah, it's, damn, there's a couple. It, it's 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 the the one with Scott. Yeah, it is. And then the one in the back that oh, we're live, pal. Like, and then uh, there was there, one, there's another one in WWE. Oh, we shit his pants. In a in a match, uh, what? Yeah, um, one of the WrestleManias. Didn't know that. Yeah, shit the pants and shit the beds. Oh, the one where you faced Taker. I believe so. No, that's horrible. Yeah, yeah, he actually, get, it is. That and one. he had to hit him. That's why. He, that's why he hit him with the over the shoulder too. So <laughs> he I seen it. Did. I just saw that. That shit. makes so much worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, you ain't remember me, dude. Yo. Yo, I'm, I got it. And immediately, point, uh, immediately through the curtain. Oh, we doing wrestlers court right now. Oh man, <laughs> we gonna need more than this of Jack Daniels, brother. Oh man, uh, he tried to shit on me. Oh man, oh, I need to look. I, I'm just. No, going, I, I literally because uh, I think Suplex just said he just watched that. It's WrestleMania 13. <laughs> yes, he just watched it. Yes. Sorry, I'm seeing so much Reddit about. Yeah, if you freeze it at this, point, oh my god, timestamp is the exact frame. <laughs> oh man, let me get off uh, this, yo. Okay, uh, from this to something more ugly. Uh, so, oh, uh, just in uh, random news, just one item: Crimson has been arrested, known as Anthony Mayweather. Uh, yeah, that's. Been a, I, I was like, other people have the last name Mayweather. Yeah, I was, like, was kind of yeah, but he's been arrested after violating a protective order. Uh, he apparently has been arrested uh, before in 2016 for headbutting his wife. 
Whoa. And uh, recently, police conducted a welfare check uh, back in, uh, well, last week of uh, February, and it was found that Mayweather had made several calls to his juvenile son's phone and sent several text messages to his wife. Uh, you know, the only thing I can say of note that he's done besides be a TNA tag team champion for a little he bit. He was an NWA. Yeah, he won yeah. the NWA National Heavyweight. Not to be oh, confused with the NWA's World's Championship. No, no, absolutely. It's not the same. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever give Don't. yourself that credit, no, Jack. No. no. I mean, he was cool with Impact with Amazing Red. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah, but, yeah, that wasn't a bad. And then he then he teamed with was it Matt Morgan for a little bit? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. It was like the red print and the blue print. Yeah, <laughs> but not really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then also just uh, some other uh, sad news as we go into AEW. Unfortunately, you know, we do send our condolences. Arn Anderson has lost his uh, eldest yeah, son man. recently, Barrett Anderson. I have yeah. not been able to get more. Uh, you know details on what happened or but he you know was 37 years old and obviously brother of brock anderson also aw talent but um very sad you know yeah i saw that he uh he thanked everybody for you know the outpouring support and stuff but he said all all i can offer you right now is kind of a blanket thank you i'm like ah oh, man that sucks I like, I feel that's like real as fuck though yeah yeah 100 you know what i mean but, you know he, he just Definitely. you know but uh as we move on, <clears throat> AEW news. Details on the uh, rebrand of the AEW uh, All-Atlantic Championship, despite, you know, the apparent partnership with Warner Brothers Discovery and obviously uh, the Shazam Fear of the Gods movie. Apparent, um, huh? Yeah, yeah, very apparent. Yeah, yeah, very yeah, apparent. Very, yeah, apparent so. <laughs> if you watch Dynamite. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Next week. No, no. Not Winnipeg. Even. Dynamite. Says I am. The promo and then like not, not the even, mat, the, the, yeah, yeah, the, the canvas, the, the canvases and all the freaking guardrails, yeah, yeah, yeah. the like, aprons. I was like, oh, Shazam Pro Wrestling. This is awesome. <laughs> this is, yo, this word, is crazy. Word. Uh, but I mean, obviously, uh, you know, I, everyone saw that announcement last week. But it's been reported by <laughs> yeah, Fightful dude. that the name change for the All Atlantic title to the International title uh, was the decision that TK actually made quote months ago. So. Uh, I, I mean, then you should have just called it that from the That's jump. Kind of, where was that? From the jizzum. I didn't. Like, I didn't mind all Atlantic, but it's just like. I mean, it took a while to get used to. I, I, I mean, because we kept calling it. I kept trying to call it something else. I think. Like, yeah, yeah. All American or all. <laughs> all American, all, American, American. The All Pacific. And then the All Athletic. Jake Hager as <laughs> S Rap. <laughs> no. Uh, next, CM Punk teases what could be an ROH run. Uh, obviously, mm. he uh, has been out of uh, action due to an injury suffered in his All Out match against John Moxley. Fast forward, All Out Brawl Out. But um, recently, he posted, uh, you know, a gym uh, picture on his story where it's just, you know, him. Uh, on a machine, and you could just see his, you know, it's just looking down at his shoes. It's like not him, you know what I mean? Because that's that's the, you know he's not the dude that's gonna be like, you know, he's not MJF, like because <laughs> he. What do, you, what do you mean? MJF, MJ, like, MJF does that. MJF does. MJF. Yes, but, man, I haven't uh, heard that one in a while. Thanks for bringing that one. Back. Oh yeah, got you. But uh, no, he um posted the story, and then the song in the back was Hate Breeds track quote Honor Never Dies, which is what led a lot mm. of people to thinking maybe he could be heading the Ring of Honor, but. You know, you know him. He does, and when he teases, he doesn't really write things. He just kind of, you know, will drop things here and there. Usually, it's like a photo or something. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Yeah, he's always like putting stuff in like FDR and shit. Mm-hmm. Speaking of photos, Rick is stocked, baby. Yeah, pretty yeah. man at the Alamo Dome. Pretty, 
Ricky. They, uh, and if you guys don't know what we're talking about, you know, there was a uh, photo that was leaked uh, from a video feed. This probably the security video uh, from the Alamo Dome when the Royal Rumble was there. And, uh, you know, it was uh, Ricky <laughs> caught on camera, spotted uh, flanking Cody Rhodes on his uh, arrival to the arena, it looked like. But um, to me, I don't even think it's a big deal because a lot of people already know that Rick, guys like Ricky and MJF are still friends. But, you know. Yeah, well, I, I don't see why they wouldn't still be in contact. Exactly. You know I mean? I'm like, sure they're not the only ones either, you know. so it, It's just funny because it's like, you know, that's like if uh, your buddy Chris uh, from Chris Evans, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he was on the job and he saw somebody <laughs> coming up the ramp. And then, like, release that video. You're like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah, no. <laughs> and, and and so he yeah, he, he was on, I guess, Swerve's uh, podcast, and uh, he was talking about the situation. And he was, you know, said, you know, what do y'all care about, uh, you know, where I go, go in my off time and what other pay-per-views I show up at? You know, just leave me alone. You got to have real friends, support real friends. The picture is great. It's so good. I look so jacked like I'm about to rob a bank. <laughs> It's like the uh, the first forty eight. That's what it was. Like you know, he was so he was kind of joking, but he he yeah. basically considered suing the the venue for leaking the photo. So, but uh, we'll see if it goes anywhere. I'm sure. I mean, he's starting to get some good TV time. So, I, I don't think he really needs it. Uh, yeah, know? yeah. I mean, it, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, I don't know. I mean, it, it is kind of one of those things. You're like, man, can y'all not? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But word. it's like we're in a world where cameras is everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. Real talk. You know, so it's, uh, it's just a little different. It's just a little different, man. Well, uh, as we roll along, just three more items, pretty minor. Uh, John Moxley, uh, a little bit upset with AEW. Uh, apparently, he was, uh, you know, they announced their uh, first house show, House Rules. Uh, it's set for March 18th. And uh, I believe the main event is going to be Claudio and John Moxley taking on Big Bill and Lee Moriarty of The Firm. Uh, this was announced on February 1st, but the thing is, he was already uh, scheduled for a match against Big Demo for an Irish promotion, uh, OTT, uh, their biggest event of the year, Scrapamania. And it's been in the works since before the pandemic. And he was originally, I guess, supposed to appear at 2020 Scrapamania 6, but was pulled from that because of AEW. Jeez. And so, um, but they, AEW did send Eddie Kingston and Pac as uh, replacements, you know, which. It's not bad, but it's you know the big draw was gonna be John Moxley, of course. You know? I mean, so. like I I understand protecting you know the I mean your company's best interest uh, first, right? But it's like have a little leniency because it's like yeah, I, mean, I, I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's bad business. It sounds dumb, but to me, I would just oh okay, cool. We'll just let you do that, and we'll just swap you out with you to I mean him him and yeah me, yeah Moriarty. You know what I mean? Kind mm-hmm. of a better pairing, anyways. To be honest, and I would love to see Big Bill and you know Cesaro with his freak strength. Anyways, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, definitely, definitely. Uh, but whatever, man. Yeah, and then uh, Brian Alvarez, he's you know he he commented on it and said there was obviously the problem where John Moxley was double booked and they made him do the house show, which he was not happy about. Uh, it's worth noting, you know, WWE deals they're structured where you can get a financial incentive for house shows, so you make more money than. You know, you could, you know, in, in terms of like what you're going to get in your salary or not salary, but, you know, your contract so you can make more money. Uh, but it's unknown if AW is the same, which might be why, uh, you know, he wasn't so happy to do the house show on top of that. You know what I'm saying? But he does say uh, there's very much uh, in terms of people uh, they were trying to get to do the house show. He said they very much wanted all the big stars there or at least the biggest stars they can get that would do it because it's the first one. So it makes sense. 
But, uh, yeah, now we move along. It looks like this is going to be uh, even more AEW action because it sounds like a new in-ring show is to be announced soon. Uh, confirmed by Ad- uh, Andrew Zarya. Zarian, I should say. Uh, apparently, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery, they're set to announce another in-ring show within the next few weeks. It'll be similar in length to Rampage, but it's rumored to air on Saturdays at 6.05, which would be the same time slot that the former WCW Saturday Night TV show used to run. So, that's so uh, weird. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's just what it was back in the day. You know, like it's like one of those, if you know, you know. Was, but it's like there's no need. Yeah. Now, There's no need. The name of the show is yet to be revealed, but worth noting that AW Collision has been trademarked recently by the company. And it's funny because I was television like, broadcasts. So. I was going to be like, "Was it going to be called AW Explosion or something?" Yeah, exactly. But uh, this will be the fourth weekly show. Uh, obviously, this Dynamite Rampage, and then the soon premiering All Access. And uh, last but not least, and I don't want to bury the lead, but uh, I'll just say it: Taya Valkyrie's All Elite. Uh, she finished up with Impact a couple weeks ago. Uh, that's who I was trying to not spoil. For no, you no, the I, last I, I already had an inkling about her. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, her I, last I, date I, was March twenty or March second uh, at a TV. I, I day, shall so. get into it. Uh, oh yeah, definitely. After, after so that, yeah, that's why I left it simply that. Um, so, but that is yeah. the news. Uh, All right. Are you sure? I'm definitely sure, boy. All right. <laughs> do you want to talk about what do you want to talk about? <laughs> As Cody likes to say, uh, NXT, Mister. I surely can. Or if you want to jump, if you want to go first with Dynamite, it's up to you. I don't think we've ever done that before. Yeah, I know it's kind of weird. Let's not confuse the crowd. Yeah. Okay. All right. NXT, man. Uh, you know we do it with the ups and downs. So up is Johnny Gargano's in-ring segment. Loved it. You know he talks about it's been 15 months since he's been back. Uh, you know the, we get the welcome home chance by the fans, all that stuff. Uh, one of the things I like that he said he's like, you know, when I was in this ring last time, I said I'm going to teach my son to be the best man, and the best man he can be is the one that finishes things that he uh, that he starts. And so he was talking about how. He actually kind of respected uh, Grayson for taking, robbing him of his closure on his last night in the company. That's why he gave him the best gift, time to see if he what would you do with it. And he's like, the last guy to scoop me over is Tommaso Ciampa. He went on to be one of the best uh, NXT champs of all time, and you failed twice. Ooh, yeah, right. So he's getting into it. Ouch, uh, you know, and he's and he's talking <laughs> as about, ET would say, yeah, and and he Sheesh. goes, you know, NXT. It doesn't matter what brand I'm on. NXT is my home, and you don't mess with a man's home. And then right at that moment, Vic on commentary, he's like, "Pip, you see this?" And he's like showing him something. He goes to ringside and like interrupts his promo and shows him a live stream of Grayson, you know, because he's with the live, he's with the social media, he's gone live, he's calling it Neighborhood Watch, and he's. He's out front Johnny's house. Oh shit! Yeah, so of course, you man. Know, see, because everybody was, because everybody was like, man, Sean's pulling, uh, pulling stuff out the bag. Because yeah, because yeah. I, I heard about the ladder match too, and they were like, <laughs> uh, this is what I saw. They're like, Sean and Razor coming up. <laughs> I was like, oh no, nah, it could, nah, you'll see, because it, it, it's. <laughs> yeah, I don't so know, so that, this this reeks of Triple H. Who knows? <laughs> but uh, yeah, he scrams through the car. Mackenzie tries to get a word, and then uh, but he exits immediately, and she tells the cameraman to follow him, which I guess is supposed to <laughs> explain how they have you know what happens later. I mean, if he know, has a so. live stream, someone should be just holding his phone for him, right? <laughs> <laughs> I was, I would think so, and I'll just skip to what happened because I was also up. Um, let's see where it's at. Here it goes. Uh, 
Yeah, it's funny because while he's on the um on his live stream, he's like out front of his house, like, man, this is like a palace. Man, this is what mainstream money will get you, huh, Johnny? Man, are you what, they, what you got? Like six bedrooms? That's so much room for your action figures, man. Like you know, he's just like <laughs> okay, saying okay. stuff like that, you know. And uh, he's okay. like, "Oh, you know, this is like a dangerous neighborhood. I hope you didn't leave your door unlocked." Hey, you know what? I'll do you a favor. I'll go check it out. So you know, that's exactly you know that's going on while he's in route to get home. Johnny shows up, you know, he blindsides them with a charge. They're fighting. It, it looks kind of, it looks very painful. I'm going to be honest with you. Like, it looks oh, like what shit. we used to do when they'd be like, no, go wrestle in the backyard on the grass. And you're like, yeah. And you're like, ah, this, this, I feel like I'm getting there's, fucking bruised there's, everywhere. There's like, no give on this yeah, grass. Yeah, yeah, bro. So they're fighting on the front <laughs> yard. They're slamming, oh, you know, you, slam, using his shoot trash can. Oh, shit. You know what I'm saying? Oh, no. Like, like you're seeing things, you know, when people like wave their hands, like, damn, that kind of smarted. Yeah. It looks real. You know what I mean? It's like a, damn it, I should have fixed that. <laughs> you know, or like, oh, that's that sharp end of the handle. I'll keep forgetting to file off or some ah, shit. Like, should have like, gimmicked like, it. Yeah, dude. And then, like, you know, he's slamming him into, like, the actual wall. Like, you know, the awning of his, like, Ooh. porch. You know what I'm saying? But at some point, he starts beating the piss off of him. You know what I mean? And then Candace pokes her head out. She's like, Johnny, is everything okay? He's like, go back in the house, you know? And then he gets low blowed. And then he keeps trying to get in the house, and he keeps stopping him, keeps stopping him. And then he finally stops him, and then uh, Candace comes out holding Quill, of course, uh, right as uh, he hits him in the back with a rake and then, like, breaks the like the rake over his back, you know, like the whole broomstick spot. And uh, that kind of puts Johnny down a bit, and he's just going on. you know. Oh, oh, you know what he does is he does a surfboard curb stomp to him on the grass. I was like, yo, <laughs> fam. What? Not- Isn't that his wife's move? Yeah, that that's a good point. And he's looking at her while he did it. I didn't even think about that part. And then he holds him up by his hair and like kind of taunts Candace and Quill, and then he walks off. Why and didn't then, Candace put 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 down her child and then bro? Go beat that, him and up. then she rushes to him to check on him, and Quill's like reaching to. He's like, it's a pa- shoot for Quill. Pa-pa. It's a shoot for Quill. You know what I mean? But what? it was like, damn, this is this oh, that's is, horrible. This is such good shit. And it's like, no, daddy, daddy. <laughs> Daddy no. Daddy no. Oh man. So definitely that was an up. So they, uh, they just created <laughs> they just created, <laughs> they just did the Batman kill scene. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he just had a he just, just had an origin his, story right there. Yeah, just, just without his mom. Oh man. It's like, he's gonna grow up just to just to face a veteran Grayson Waller. Yeah, it'll be You a, beat my father it down. Is like, <laughs> it is a like quill shot. <laughs> They're gonna use that footage for years, dude. Yeah, bro. Uh, no, uh, next up, pretty deadly. Uh, um, uh, they went against Gallus. Um, Gallus does win. Uh, I didn't realize they were basically using the boot of doom. Did you know that? No. Yeah, like, uh, but the only difference is once he hits that running, like, it's like a knee, not the rocket kick. You yeah. know what I mean? But it's it's the same. Thing. But it, but with the flapjack too. Yeah, and he kind of really? spins when he does the flapjack. But it's like it's hmm. you know it's the same. Yeah, but good. I will say uh, hmm. the reason why this is the up good tag team logic. There's a scene, uh, not a scene, but a spot where Prince actually pulls his partner out the corner right before uh, he gets hit with I like, a I like uh, running Pretty avalanche Deadly. from Wolfgang. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't familiar with them when they first came on the scene, but when they started getting a lot of matches and in, in, uh, features on the TV, mm-hmm. I started noticing their their psychology. Definitely, and it's just little stuff. Yeah, but definitely. it's entertaining. Definitely. You know what I mean? And I'll, I'll say a lot of calculated offense, logical tags, good pacing, but it was a weird heels versus heels match. You know, it's a difficult, you know, dynamic to pull off, to be honest with you. But notable spots, uh, there was a catapult back body drop by Gallus. That was tight. <laughs> it was like very, it's a basic, you know what I mean? So you're my partner. 
Right. You catapult. I'm standing behind you. You catapult the guy, and as he gets up, I back body drop. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah. It, it was just like, man. Uh, and then at one point, uh, pretty deadly, they did, you know, the shoulder tackle that you do into the corner, but you kind of just stay there, keep mm-hmm. them there. So one did that while the other one ran and did a, a running uppercut. I was like, see, it's like simple, simple mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know. Uh, and at one point, we get that uh, basement hip smash by um, – Wolfgang, which looks dangerous as hell for him to do. And then Gallus actually <laughs> did a double Uranagi like you see it literally in uh, 2K. Like, you know, the stationary double team moves where you're standing, not yeah. in the corner. And I was like, wow, that was crazy to see an actual, like, basically it was a double rock bottom, but they they kneeled down like like the bookend, basically. So, mm. but uh, yeah, then they, uh, you know, they, they hit the uh, uh, Buddha Doom. And at oh, one point, oh, you mean the Bonsoir? Bonsoir. The, the, that's the the move that that, well, that, that to me is that, to do. that's more of a spine buster though. Is that? And they would, but it was like a like a fall forward spine. I don't know. Like it, it's it like I don't know. It was just it was kind of tight. Renee Dupree gonna have a lot to say about it on the cafe this week. I'll let you know about it, man. <laughs> you started something you didn't want to start. You right. You right. <laughs> uh, next up, Zoe Stark sticks on Soul Ruka. So this is what's weird. Man, and she's no, getting mad matches. Well, the crazy. thing is, they've already fought, uh, fought before, and it was a good match. And Zoe won that one. Uh, she does win this one again with the Z three sixty. Nice little. Is that re- what she calls it? Okay. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, that's pretty cool. Uh, you know, fun rematch from a few weeks ago. Notable spots. Uh, she uh, one point Soul Ruka does a slingshot corner code breaker. Wow. So like. She's in the corner, right? And she's on the apron. Like, her opponent's in the corner, she's on the apron, and then she slingshots over and catches her with a cobra. Oh, I've seen people do that, but a backbreaker. Oh, okay, yeah. So, uh, and then, you know the uh, old Matrix counter? Uh, She does it, but with a kip-up. I was like, really? Yeah, I was tripping when she did that. And then uh, she hits a front handspring corner splash, uh, and then a running power slam, very brawnish. Hits a Orihara moonsault as well. And lands on her feet. Shit. Yeah, she. You know, it was real, real dope. But Zoe, uh, she basically catches her slipping as she goes for a uh, sling, uh, springboard, and then, uh, like I said, hits the uh, Z three sixty. And it's kind of weird because HBK. The reason why this match happened, I guess, is to qualify for this ladder match. But it says yeah. like it's a if you know. But now it's like, well, why have qualifying matches if it's if it's not for sure? So it's like, as of Friday morning, Roxanne Perez was discharged from the hospital. However, after numerous tests, Roxanne's health is still in question. With Stan and Deliver in less than three weeks, I have the obligation to announce we possibly have to crown a new NXT Women's Champion. Starting tonight, there will be a series of qualifying matches with the winners advancing to Stan and Deliver to compete to become the NXT Women's Champion in a ladder match. But it's like, possibly is the word that I, I'm looking at. So. Yeah, because I saw when the post went out. Oh, okay. For sure. On, on Twitter. But then I also heard about this supposed ladder match. I'm like, so which is it? I, no, yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, it is a ladder match. You know, they're all qualifying, yeah. but I don't know. My first down. Scripps has a vignette that's agonizingly cringe. I've never seen one of these before. Oh yeah. So I didn't know what to expect. But does he always have this weird robot voice? What robot voice? Wow. He was going on and on about. He's like, they say a man who chooses a mask will sh- or who wears a mask will show you. Wait, you talking about like you talking about the distorted voice? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, when he said robot, I'm like, what do you mean, like bloop bloop bleep? No, no, like, it was like I am scripts. I am. <laughs> it was more like now, like what do you? <laughs> I didn't know they what say robot you meant. Man, 
the man who wears the mask shows you his true self. Like that's kind of how it sounds. Yo, yeah, like to me. yeah, it's like, it's like yeah, yeah. Because because I remember before they were when they before they they revealed him, they were using that voice to say the rhymes. And the they whole, didn't want nobody to. to oh, yeah, that's made, Reggie. They made you think it was a girl. You know what I mean? Like with, ah, because gotcha. they pitched it up. Yeah, yeah. You know I, mean, I, so. I mean, yeah, I have no frame of reference. So this is like brutal for me. Like it is the, the, the whole thing is brutal. Yeah, there is and, no like uh, exactly. I was gonna say the voice alone just terrible. Maybe immediately not care because he was like, I had my eyes on a certain superstar, and I was like, I don't care. <laughs> I, I just don't care. I was like, I hate this whole thing. And I was like, it just seems silly to bring him back now on the road to stand and deliver when he's been gone like long enough for people to forget him. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, because remember I sent you the last thing I t- I've never seen him do was when he jumped in out of nowhere, <laughs> you know, obviously with a trampoline and just fucking front flipped. And and, and I forgot who he, he would. He attacked somebody. Who was in the main event and just jumped up and just totally just flattened him over the top rope? I was yeah. like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, <laughs> what was that about? Well, you know, it's funny you say that because I'll just go ahead. Oh, and it go was to Axiom. My... He did it to Axiom. <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I'm just gonna go to my next down. It's a little bit, you know, because it just it, it's a nothing segment. It's supposed to be a Wesley Open Challenge. I heard about. It. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, basically, you know, you get the whole everyone's fighting Scrambling or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Axiom makes it through. You know, and I feel like this is the, because what's dumb is in the beginning of I the saw, I saw that it's tomorrow. Oh, oh, oh okay, okay. No, what are you talking about? There was a segment that 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 oh, it was online. He filmed where he was getting surrounded by all these people trying to like cash in on his open challenge last oh, week. Oh, so he's been doing a little bit. Okay, cause, yeah, because he did one they showed earlier in the show where he was arriving to the parking lot, and uh, or it looked like no, no, no. It looked like he was he was getting to his rent a car in the mm-hmm. airport and Axiom showed up. He was like, I'm here. And he was just like, ah, it's not for another eight hours. He goes, well, I'm going everywhere you're going. I am not getting screwed out of this one. I'm, I'm, I'm going to accept your challenge. He's like, oh, ah, okay, okay. He's like, so what now? And he goes, ah, you want to go get something to eat? And he's like, I can eat, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> this is, this is your trope right here. WWE. You could have gave us some entertaining shit and yeah. they did not do that. It just went straight to the challenge. With no follow up, and I was like, "Well, why give us the segment at all?" I mean, it's hard because there's that, but then the flip side, I think about, or do we just want it to get just you know to be another just chaotic locker room scene for people to fill in, like like the twenty four uh, seven title type shit, you know yeah. what I mean? Which didn't age well in record time. You yeah, know what I mean, since yeah. introduced, so maybe they wanted to kind of not put too much on relying on that kind of a. Uh, Produce content and maybe go a different way with it. Well, I would have just had it where it wouldn't have been everybody else following them. It just, you know, if you're gonna say you go get something to eat, I'm expecting this. Oh, there must be some stupid segment later. So it's a, it just felt like it's set up for no reason. Oh, you're saying that there wasn't even another thread? No, bro. Oh, I'm telling okay, you, it went so, straight to the match like uh, segments later. Like, like, yeah. there, but there weren't like any follow up segments. I, I, it just I, seemed like the thing they would do but did not do. So it felt odd. In that, and I don't know if that's good or bad, but the uh, reason why this is a down, and and I'll I'll get to it in my ups later, but like Axiom basically fights through this barrier of bodies to get in the ring, all just for just like you said, fucking scripts to jump and hit him, intercept him with this horrible looking diving shotgun dropkick. Now it it just didn't not look like he got any of it, but he sold it, and then like. Didn't say why, you know. It, it just it made no sense. 
And you it's know, it's a superstar he has his eye on. I guess, yeah. Did, did I, you yeah, hear yeah, I mean, him? I mean that, that's basically what it meant, you know. What I mean, because it was, when he was talking about oh, a man in a mask, and I was like, you're wearing a mask, but whatever, you know. And then, uh, and I'll get to the rest later because you know there's other ups with the match, but uh, back to the ups. Uh, we had a triple threat tag team uh, number one contendership uh, for the women's. Uh, Alba and Isla defeated Team Casey and Ivy and Tatum with a backstabber swanton combo. Whoa. Very sick. I will say good matchup for all teams involved. Helped showcase some new depth in the uh, tag division. Uh, the match dip allowed for consistent action to take place. It was very triple threat the whole time. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, there was there was this one move I thought I, I had to bring it up. Uh, a wheelbarrow suplex moonsault by Team Casey where Caden has uh, Katana in a wheelbarrow and then goes oh. for the suplex and then she – back flips over her into like an elevated moonsault holy shit yeah it was very very and because i was gonna say she's using she's smaller so she can actually kind of put a little bit more momentum yeah into the rotation for her exactly and she's like already gymnastic like athletic you know what i mean so she could she's like and tuck <laughs> exactly <laughs> that, that's okay yeah yeah that's the thing that was the, probably the best thing about uh watching that woman's division was watching them um get better mm-hmm you know what I mean? And showing more signs of different, like, innovativeness and stuff, so. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, kudos and then uh, there was one spot where Ivy gets in, and against a triple threat. So there's a girl in front of her, one in back of her. And she hits some real Mortal Kombat-ass shit, dog. She hits, she she kicks and punches at the same time. Simultaneously. What? It was hard. That shit was hard. Like, 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 like it, that shit it looked like it was from a fight scene. Like and and and, and like, it, like left kick right like like oh. like I I mean they can't see it but at the same time that's bro, what I was like, about to bam like like it was just like what oh, the fuck shit. like okay. I, like I ain't never <laughs> seen that but uh the the only reason I had to bring this up the highlight is so what was dumb is Vic uh the re- th- my down for this is Vic had an impromptu queuing of some video package from last week where apparently you know. She was hanging out. Tatum was like, people were like, oh, hey, where's Ivy? He's like, oh, Ivy's out celebrating with the Creeds. You know, and she, you know, because she's never been made official Diamond Mines. She's just been, like, training with Ivy. Are you talking about, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tatum, it was a Tatum yeah. Paxley. And so when Ivy goes for the tag, Tatum refuses the tag and then says, we were never a team. And then and she's, oh, like, crawling shit. at her. And then her one of her opponents hits her with a basement drop kick to the dome. Oh. So she falls to the floor. And then she runs and punts her in the ribs. Throws her in. And then she's the one who gets hit with the backstabber swanton. You know, all midsection. Oh, shit. And, yeah, so I was like, oh, okay. She's the one I was getting, like, anytime the boys were fighting, she get everybody aligning shit, too. Yeah, she was so like- I, I'm thinking she might be eyeing a spot in that ladder match herself, maybe. Is she doing that? So, hmm. uh, next this is a good up backstage segment, Tony and stacks with Braun. Uh, they basically go to Braun and they offer to take mellow out ahead of their contract signing later that night. And you know, <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. And the thing is they're like, you know, uh, because Braun, which is my down, he get he compliments Tony on a good hard earned win against Dijak. And then when they offer him, a chance to take him out. He goes, "Oh yeah, like the Sopranos, or like you know, hit him with a boat ski, or one, you know, which is Ocean's Eleven stuff. If you, if yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, and it's like, uh, uh, or give him some concrete, concrete shoes. What do you want to do? Bada bing, bada boom, bada bing, 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 bing. Like he's like kind of spazzing, oh, but OGN, trying to, yeah, yeah, you know. And they're like, 
yo, what's the matter with you, man? You've been watching too many movies, man. We're talking about hitting him in the parking lot, you know, a little wrench to the kneecap. And he's like, and Stax is like, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, 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 <laughs> a crowbar to the bicep, man. What's wrong with you, man? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> you're like, <laughs> like, like, you a little OD today. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. But, but why I like this is he walks off. He, t- he without looking at Stax, he goes, you know, Stax, it's time to add a little gold to the D'Angelo family. And he goes, awesome. You want to go against the winner of Melo and Brian? He goes, nah. And he goes, oh, okay, so you want to chase the North American title and to that open challenge. He goes, I said we. And then he looks at him and then he and talks about chasing the tag titles. And he goes, oh, you know, okay. you've been sticking your neck out for me for a while. That loyalty does not go unrewarded. And, that's a good, that's, you know, that's so, a good, great fold. Yeah, seals the deal with a nice hug. Loved it. That's a Loved great it. fold. I mean, because so, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. people wrote stacks off. I and, he's kind, and, and you know what's crazy is they're kind of faces low-key. Really? Yeah, I mean, I mean the crowd, the crowd, they're entertaining. Yeah, I guess yeah, yeah really, exactly. Like so. they, they're still nefarious, but but there's certain parts of his character that the crowd like laughs at because it's entertaining. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the next up, Ilya Dragunov and JD McDonough have this entering segment, very mm. captivating exchange between the two. I'm just gonna give you quote uh, notable quotes. Um, you know, he's talking about hey, just to save my anatomy and to continue my ascension in NXT, I need to be rid of JD for good. Uh, you know, and he tells me your obsession with me would be your devastation. And he goes, My obsession, you ran me out of UK and then you followed me over here in the midst of my chase for the title, and look what happened. We both failed. Every time you draw you draw us together, you we both suffer. You yeah, can't that, quit he's like, You can't quit me. Cause that triple threat was yeah, it was awesome, but yeah, the storytelling between those two, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And he just Great says, callback. you know, uh, you know, Great next callback. week he challenges him to a match next week. Nothing left, and it's not gonna be anything left but a random pile of body parts and smears of blood that read, "Here lies the Irish Ace." And he, right? And, and he was like, you know, you've been chasing me. Uh, JD was like, you've been chasing me down for years because you want to, uh, you want to suffer, and I'll never get tired of looking for new ways to make you suffer. We're destined to do this for a long time together. Mm. I look forward to our symphony of sadism and very much like a scalpel in my eye it will be hard to watch so but this turns into a brawl i was gonna say i knew all, it had to be yeah, yeah they yeah. all over the ring outside like bro at one point he starches like he, okay the Il- fuck, yeah, bro <laughs> Ilya gets jd to the floor and then he goes to remove his his jacket and while he's his arms are like straight jacketed in, in the jacket, JD smacks the shit out of him. Like it was kind cool. of a sucker move because but it was like, his, yo, he's like, oh, oh, so I can't because I can't put my arms up to protect myself, bruh, right? Bruh. Yeah, oh, yeah, it, that shit, that shit, bet. And um, and then this comes back because Dang. uh, what happens is during Wesley while he's going to the ring, getting ready for the open challenge, he, they come back in the frame. It's Peter Griffin chicken fight. You know what I mean? They're going at it. And then he's kind of in the middle. They're trying to separate him. And he's like, yo. And he looks at Ilya and then looks back at, uh, at, at JD. He goes, hey, you need to watch yourself. That's a bad man. And then he pie faces Wes. And he's like, what the? And he, so he punches him. And then he go and he, you know, then they separate him. And he makes it to the ring. Then come on all the barrier bodies like I talked about. Axiom comes in. Yeah. You know, he gets intercepted by, by what's his name. Then the Peter Griffin fight, <laughs> chicken fight. Enters the ring now, and then uh, it, and so, so they, they, they left and the can, ring, and then yeah, they go and he back gets, into the yeah, ring. Yeah, and he gets reintroduced. To, West gets reintroduced to the fray, and then uh, some Tasmanian devil shit. Like what's, what's or, crazy? Or not, you know, when people fight in the cartoons and anything that comes within. Yeah, yeah it, exactly within the radius. Exactly. Yeah, so, geez. but then what ends up happening is you know, uh, 
it's so dumb. The reason why there this is added to my down from earlier, they they get him involved in their melee for no reason. And then really? Wes yeah. gets up and then does a tope to the outside to everybody else. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. The- no logic. And then starts get, get lands on lands gets up and starts punching everything moving, but none of it none of them are JD or Ilya. That's dumb. Does not make any sense. I mean, and, and, I mean, and it's it, like a dumb because like the open challenge to me has been one of the most consistent bookings they've had for a while, and to have this do all this and you the, blur the, lines of storylines and then it's a no contest. It was just I, I got I got the the thinnest thread. He did say that he's a dangerous man, right? So maybe that's why he ain't trying to fuck with him. <laughs> but yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. But you know, I I mean, but then again. The thinnest thread I could think of. Yeah, now nah, I'm not wanting to go and get get his uh, quote unquote get his look back as they say. Yeah, and then uh, NXT. The reason why there's you know the whole thing uh, just to go from this is to let you know about happening is NXT anonymous. You know they tweet mm-hmm. uh, stuff. So there's a video they're eavesdropping on a combo between GTV. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're eavesdropping on West and HBK. Uh, asking he's asking them to stop the open challenges to re- help reduce backstage chaos. He's like, nah, man, I got to prove myself, and he disagrees. He goes, you don't need to prove yourself, and he disagrees. He's like, no, man, you should know I always got to prove myself. You should know that more than anybody. And then he's like, uh, he demands, give me 10 of your best at Stand and Deliver. And he goes, I'll meet you halfway and give you four. It'll make a fatal five-way, and you get to choose your opponents. So I think it's going to be it's gonna be Scripps and Axiom and Ilya and, you know what I mean, and, and JD, because that's stupid. I don't know. Scripps needs to sit his ass out. Yeah, I think Stand and Deliver is like their biggest show. Why would why would I hope that's not gonna happen? Like I'm like I'm not against Axiom. I mean, you know, it's hard for him to come off as like like it's funny because they do push like this superhero thing on him where he still wears the mask even though he has like a turtleneck on or whatever. Like he's still trying to protect his identity. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he's super intellectual and shit. So it's it's pretty funny, right? But I mean he's pretty good in the ring. I don't I, I don't know. It's just uh, I don't know. I really hope that, that that's not the direction to go. I mean, it's not like we're going to watch it, but I I, I like to enjoy it. Yeah, no, nah, definitely, man. Uh, one thing I was uh, uh that was good too. That was up. Chase you as a backstage tag. I think I told you last week. Yeah, he blew up. Hudson, so yeah. Jace, uh, Chase comes up to him and he says, you know, in response to his like concerns and wins and losses, and he says, you know, Chase you, I get it, but we provide more than that. We're more than than just buildings and books. It's a feeling. Uh, this is where I found my purpose, and it did the same for you. He's like, what do you mean? And he's like talking about, you know, you were just content throwing cards and a poker table and getting your head shaved before this and now you live and die with the, with each win and loss which means you care for something the first time in your career mm-hmm. and he was like I think Chase Hughes done more for you than anything else in your entire life you should think about that and then he just kind of walks away and he's like kind of contemplating it and then Ava shows up behind him uh, with the mask oh, on yeah, yeah, yeah. and then she slowly removes it and then puts it slides it over his uh, megaphone and then walks off mm-hmm. so that was interesting uh, another down, Dragon Lee is simply introduced backstage for an interview. No fanfare, no advertise, nothing. You know what I mean? And so in the promo, to me, same thing every luchador has said before he's come to the WWE system. I've been around the world, but being in NXT is the biggest journey in my career. I came here to be a great example of Lucha Libre and to show the world just how special Dragon Lee really is. That's it. That was, that was it, bro. 
it was just a, a major down for me. <laughs> That's like when you're drinking, like when, when you get a drink and then you start sipping on it, and you're like, and you take, you pop the pop the lid off. You're like, dude, how much fucking ice they put in this bitch? Yeah, for real, bro. Uh, J.C. Jane backstage interview. I'll give it up uh, because I now yeah. I get why the match is so weird. J.C. explains her shoulder got separated minutes into the match last week, and then accuses Gigi of taking a shortcut because she knew she couldn't handle her at a hundred percent. Calls Gigi pathetic for considering her win at Roadblock a victory, and says every day, hour, minute. And second, I'm away from this place. I'll be thinking of you and what you did to me. When I return, I promise I'm going to break your heart and your face again. I will end it with a down. Have you heard her approved nickname from HBK? JC? No. The heartbreak chick. Yeah. Davicato defeats Apollo Crews with a bald I mean, they already got got a big mommy cool. Yeah. Why not? Uh, we're just messing. The only thing we're missing is the good guy. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> but yeah, now Dabakato uh, beats uh, Apollo Crews with a bottle bomb. The reason I brought this up, there's some really cool uh, spots in here. But at one point, he hits an angle slam on Dabakato, which was very impressive. Yeah, I know he likes to use it, but yeah, and yes. the low down. Uh, but mm. basically, how it ends is you know because they are fighting. You're a- talking about the diving with the bullfrog, basically. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, nice. they they start hot because you know as soon as he mid entrance you know what I mean they're fighting around before the bell rings stairs gets you know in disarray plays a part later Apollo mm-hmm. runs tries to jump off the, the steps he catches him bottle bomb on the steps oh shit barely beats the count at nine hits him with another one it's over but what's Mm. I, I didn't mind That's it. A lot of juice. Yeah, I mean, it it was a good match, is why it's up. But the down is the feud is literally about nothing. Yep. This, I mean, you know, commentary constantly try to draw intrigue by you know he's been waiting eighteen months to get his hands on Apollo, and it's like, but why? And then, or um, this guy's a leader, not a follower, Vic. Maybe that has something to do with it. It's like, what? Well, that, that don't even make no sense. I mean, you got. I mean, you guys have access to the footage. Yeah. So why exactly. not like come and up then, with something? Uh, I will say at one point th- there's a spot where Cruz is chopping away at the big giant with punches, trying to get him off his feet. And it's like the cat's been out the bag, guys. This is exactly mm-hmm. what I've been talking here about. Here comes so. and here comes. Uh, yep, on one knee. Exactly. <laughs> there he goes. Uh huh. And uh, so uh, just for match announcements, and then I'll get to the contract signing, and we'll be done with this man. Uh, we just you know, uh, pretty deadly is now the the match host. Um. Uh, or not the match host, but the host of Stand and Deliver, since they no longer can contend for the tag titles. Uh, and then uh, we got so, Zoe Stark and Gigi Dolan, uh, both uh, one. I'm sorry, you said who's hosting? Pretty Deadly. Oh, okay, that sucks. Uh, Z- okay. Zoe Stark and Gigi Dolan have uh, qualified for the NXT Women's Championship ladder match, possibly. Um, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn they're now the number one contenders so they'll face Fallon Henley and Kiana James there is some stuff going on with them but it's if you notice I have not been talking about it on the show it's good storytelling but it's not worth up or down it's just happening you know what I'm saying so yeah and obviously of course we got Grayson Waller and Johnny Gargano and uh, the contract signing of the Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes uh, NXT championship match and uh, uh, I just want to quit did they uh, ever finish the investigation about who uh who beat up not yet not this week last week was the uh, you know Nikki, was, uh, Nicole, was it what her name Nikita Lyons Nikita Lyon and then uh Wendy Chu also got beat up Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I brought it up, but that was, I think, when I told you it was weird when Mackenzie's in the back with, what's his name? That just, oh, yeah, yeah. That, that was because that was the headline. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was so weird. <laughs> like, 
Oh man, what's up? You're looking like a snark. But uh, mm. I, I definitely implore you to go watch this. Um, and it, you know, the the happenings basically, they go out there. There's no host, and they're like, I guess we'll just go ahead and talk. And he's like, I don't know. I guess no one's gonna conduct this. And then pretty deadly come out. <laughs> And, you know, like, yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. And then so they, they promised not oosh, to talk oosh, and let oosh. them just do things. And, you know, they basically, you know, give each other a few backhanded compliments, but also give each other flowers. You know, I mean, there's a lot of similarities, but differences. They talk about, you know, you, 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 you know, L.A. is probably your style, mellow. I'm sure you're going to go there uh, first class. I'm sure you're going to stay out all night. See, I like to go to sleep early. I like to stay focused. I like to blah, blah, blah. But then they're talking about how, you know, um, you know, they both had long title reigns. You know what I'm saying? And then, the, you know, the fact that uh, they, they both, you know, have just kind of taken – you know, NXT's what they've gotten in the time with NXT and made the most of it. You know what I'm saying? And, and like, but, um, you know, I just love because he's talking about, you know, I want to face a version of Melo that beat Ricochet, that beat Apollo. Uh, you know, you say, you know, it says he's not going to miss, but, you know, at Standard Deliver, there's going to be a first for everything. I think at one point he even says, yeah, you, you did elevate that North American title, but because you knew you weren't ready for the NXT title and things like that. But then mm-hmm. he's like, you know, you saw what I did with the North American title, made it the A title. So imagine what I'll do with the NXT title. I'll take it farther than you ever did. Uh, you know, but also says, you know, I get it. You know, you've carried the title with all respect and all the way that comes with it. Um, you know, and um, he says he means no disrespect in saying, you know, it's a countdown to a, you know, to a new champion because he's like, it's time for a changing of the guard, basically. But um, yeah, man, I mean, and he's even talking about, well, I want to face the brawn that runs through walls that uh, won war games that made Champa tap out, uh, you know, and he's like, not the one that is going to be in a tux inducting his dad and uncle into the Hall of Fame, not the one who has anger issues that cost him the match, like, you know, so it's like, or the ones that's smiling on the posters all around, he, you know, he's like, I'll leave that one at home, you know, and so, uh, you know, and, and it's really good, man. They're talking about how they both unified titles as well, uh, but they end up both signing, and uh, Melo says, you know, um, I'm not going to give you an inch. And then Braun's like, I don't, you know, me neither. And then they go and shake hands and then everyone's cool. And then pretty deadly is like, no, 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 we want drama. People demand drama at these things, you know, cause they, they, they pipe in a couple times to stir the pot and they each tell them both, Hey, shut up. You know, yeah, we're not here I, for I that. was going to say, I'm sure that yeah. at some point they were trying to stir some shit. Up. Yeah, yeah. But it was pretty evident because they were standing on one side of the table and then they <laughs> totally run around to the front. When they're like, no, we want drama. It's like, okay, so, and because they both removed their shirts and stuff, and then they both, they hit them with stereo back suplexes through the table, you know, and then, uh, you know, but they still get in each other's faces, you know, share a stare down, exchange words, raise the belt. Back you know. suplexes are so boring. Yeah. You know, I mean, that, that's, that's the best way. Cause they might have been like, you know, the, the back release that, you know, kind of what Booker <laughs> T did the, the Stone Cold. <laughs> that, I sure was. Break his wrist or whatever. So the, te- the Tejana bomb. Yeah, there you go. But uh, yeah, no, that's, that's that's pretty accurate. But that is NXT ups and downs this week, my dude. All right, for sure, man. Well, appreciate that. Um, we're definitely going to take a quick break, uh, and we're going to talk more about hard to earn coming soon. You're going to hear all about it, and then we're going to get into dynamite. Oh, 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 
Let me talk to you. Hey, you guys know what it is. Doc Lesnar, the one and only hip-hop hybrid, resident hip-hop hybrid, that is, on the Quincy Jones Show podcast. I'm here to remind you guys, April 21st, that's right, hard to earn the second show from Winter Circle Pro Wrestling. And more importantly, I want to talk to you guys about the marathon match just announced today via Instagram, social media, Twitter, all the above. It's going to be a hell of a match, a gauntlet match designed to crown a very first P4P pound-for-pound champion. Uh, you know, me, myself, I'm very excited to see who in this match we have a mystery entrant we have young fuego adrian quest we have the gifted and talented ray roses we have the highly recommended cameron gates and the man who made an impressive debut last show it was written shogun himself all trying to be the owner and proprietor of that championship chain should be a hell of a match who do you have your money on i would tell you but you know what better to stay tuned we got more matches rolling out again hard to earn coming to chino california april 21st at the american legion post 299 all ages live wrestling food and bar dj vendors and we have front row seats for 25 dollars. general admission for 20 dollars. go to hard to earn eventbrite.com that's hard to earn eventbrite.com go welcome to the quincy jones show home of the tag team champions of the ie quincy jones and doc lesnar Yep, we are back, yep. and let me just do my due diligence, yep. good sir. Got mine in. Yep. And, uh, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to waste any time. G-M-Y-I. But uh, <laughs> just wanted to obviously get the ball rolling on Dynamite. Lots to uh, lots to kick off, because opening segment, um, I didn't know that they were going to open with this, so it was kind of uh, interesting, but let, yeah. me like, let me light the fuse, brother, brother. I was very surprised, too. Rebar Mitzvah. Uh, starts off the night. MJF comes down to the ring with four baddies, three kissing him on the cheek, and the fourth straight up making out with him. Um, yeah, I think that's the same chick that was in the skybox with him a couple weeks ago. Uh, was it? Yeah, I I, she looked similar. I know she had tats as well. I just yeah, didn't she, get yeah, a full... she did have leg tats too. So mm-hmm. that was one thing I didn't notice. Her uh, or his uh, hair uh, flattened down a bit. You know, wasn't you know how he usually yeah, has yeah, it. So that. you know he could wear his traditional yarmulke, mm-hmm. uh, rocking shades and doors as per his uh, recent usual. Uh, hits a Bret Hart versus Sean Barb to set the, the tone off in Winnipeg, of course, uh, while making claim that he is Iron Man, which I was like, all right, that's fine. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do the chair dance, and, uh, you know, he dares the crowd to boo because, uh, you know, don't you boo just because we're the chosen people, and that's just a fact. Don't be anti-Semitic. <laughs> this guy's retarded. Uh, he then uh, changes his, uh, his yarmulke to a velour Burberry bucket hat. Um, did, yeah, yeah or, or big fluffy hat as uh, Tony was just. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he had felt the need to put. He that was on a little uh, all over the place on commentary. By it's funny because there's times where you think him and Taz are really like beefing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Uh, but yeah, he called it uh, <laughs> Burberry Jones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like this guy's dumb. But um, yeah, he gets interrupted by Jungle Boy, uh, who is then interrupted by Sammy Guevara, who in turn is interrupted by Darby Allen as the crowd is eating it up. The pillar. Uh, all three men state their claim for wanting a title shot with uh, Jungle Boy talking about the last time they had a match was at Double or Nothing 2020. Says that after he uh, cheated to beat him, their paths went two different ways as MJF went on to get handed every opportunity while Jungle Boy was regulated to working on Dark and Dark Elevation. Adding to the fact that everyone in the ring, probably uh, with the exception of Max, have all probably worked on Dark and uh, Elevation as well as Rampage. 
Sammy spits his piece now and uh, talks about how MGF talked his way into the company while he busted his ass on the indies for about 10 years, uh, worked every odd job he could uh, support his, uh, to support himself and work his way into the company. And when they told him he was just supposed to be the inner circle job guy, mm-hmm. uh, just Jericho's bump guy, um, but he just, you know, he became champion three times over. He said he got himself here, and then he points at the belt and says he, and he's going to get himself there, but obviously not before insulting the quote-unquote dumb Canadians in attendance to get the heat back. Yeah, yeah. Um, which, uh, the only thing with this is, I was like, okay, that may be a little bit too much insider. Uh, I mean, when you're using terms yeah, like bump, bump guy. Yeah, job, job guy, guy, I don't yeah. mind. It's been thrown out before, you know, but I think by the big dogs. You know what I'm yeah, I think it depends. Like, when you do it too much, I mean, I know, but... um. Uh, anyways, uh, Darby's turn now as he talks about dropping out of film school about 10 years before, uh, you know, when they want him to change everything about a, a film he, uh, he turned in and, you know, talking about changing his creativity says that there'll never be a bidding war for Darby Allen and that he belongs to AEW and he gives him something that no amount of money could ever buy him. And that's the ability to be able to just be him. Uh, talks about his biggest issue with AEW is the grown at quote, the grown ass wrestlers in the back who complain and whine on Twitter when things aren't going their way, I side- was very surprised by this. Yeah, yeah, siding. Yeah, well, the way I mean, because that's not his style to do the whole like yeah. high pitched uh, mimic, mimicky, eh. or even call people out in the sense like from social media stuff. That's true. He isn't. Like, I mean, you're like Dar- Darby. Uh, every time you're on social media, you're getting uh, punked out by Cord. Not not punked out, but like Cord's Jade. Uh, Cord Jade's uh, fans come in droves mm-hmm. for you every time, mm-hmm. like just because you know you, you think you know you say you're better at skateboarding and like yo, that's your opinion. That's cool. Stay off social media. Yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, he talks about, uh, obviously he's talking about MJF's past behavior regarding his contract situation with Tony Khan, uh, the whole bidding war 2024, and says that AW means more to him than it ever meant uh, to Max, and that's why he needs to be world champion and makes mention of hitting Max with a headlock takeover, which obviously is a clever callback to the few that remember. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, Max finally gets a chance to respond. After removing the bucket hat and glasses, exposing his bloodshot eye and swelling from the hematoma he uh, suffered from the Iron Man match, mm-hmm. with Darby Allen saying, dude, you look like shit. <laughs> uh, Max fires back saying uh, that the jungle, bull, or the jungle Jabroni, the dangerous Darbs, the incel uh, skateboarder, and Sammy, quote, in about six months, I'm going to propose to a new girl, Guevara, want to make jokes at his rebar mitzvah that they got MJF Meshuggah yeah, <laughs> Meshuggah but, in this bitch yeah. <laughs> and starts to cook as he says all three men have been on, on, on daddy daycare duty with JB you know he had Christian Sammy still having Jericho and Darby having Sting which I was like oh yeah I didn't yeah, realize that yeah, yeah, I didn't, real talk. which those are actually three obviously accomplished guys too yeah uh, says he was a star and ready since day one and the company makes reference to all four of them still being pillars but that he's the only pillar that can realistically hold the place up before borrowing once again from Jim Cornette to tell Sammy thank you, tell, telling Darby screw you, obviously a little amended there for TV, and then uh, obviously telling Jungle Boy bye. Pie faces him before Jungle Boy actually, uncharacteristically I should say, hits MJF from behind with the with the microphone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Before all four men start to brawl, all in all they knock uh, Mock, uh, Max off the apron through a uh, table. They had a cake on it for him, so he got covered in icing again. Major concern for the big fluffy. What head. I'll give to MJF is when he went into that table, he grabbed mounds of cake as much yeah. as he, he was like, "This isn't. This is my face now." No, like, no, no. It, it was, was like one of those things where I don't know to... if he was supposed to go through the table or not. But yeah. he was like, I think when he realized it, it wasn't going that way, he was like, "And I'm, I, I'm breaking my fall with this cake. This is still going. Got to oh, yeah. do it. The triple B, baby. It was a good bump, though. Yeah, triple B." 
Uh, next order of business is the next up. We got uh, the BCC versus Dark Order. Uh, BCC get a good crowd response coming through the crowd. Uh, I think again, this is the first time in 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 Canada or no, or just first time in Winnipeg for AEW. Uh, I think it might be the first time in Winnipeg. All right, specifically, yeah. I was gonna say I feel like they were in Canada once, but maybe mm-hmm. I'm wrong. Um, but yeah, the crowd really gets real real hot though once uh, Hangman's uh, music hits. Uh, big pop for Stu Grayson coming out with Evil Uno. <laughs> Uh, I don't mean to talk over you. This is what I'll say because I'm sure you will specify exactly what I mean. But like this, when you watch him, you're just like, why the fuck did he not get the money he asked for? I mean, this dude could fucking cook, man. Dude, and it's like, he it's was, like, bro. And it's like, like you. It's not even like you forget. It's just you haven't seen it in a while. Where you go, he was doing this all, in all like the time. every match he was in. I like, remember, what the fuck? Like, like a lot of the pandemic uh, pandemic matches, like when they were in the Fighter Fest, like multiple tag matches, like they were cooking back then too, dude. Like mm. I don't know, yeah, but yeah, man. Uh, you know, obviously we'll just I just kind of roll through it, man. Because once once he got tagged in, you know. Pfft, Crowd was fucking into it. He went ham on BCC out the gate. Mm-hmm. Runs and ducks a clothesline uh, from from Claudio and springboards off the second rope right in front of Mox and clears the top rope on the other side <sighs> to catch Yuta with the apron. It was like a, basically like a triangle apron DDT. Yeah, but yeah, the fact he did it, it in front of Mox showed you like how little he was intimidated by it. And I like because I think you were telling me on when, when it sounded like he might be on dynamite. You had told me he tweeted at him, "Hey, not letting go of that hold is kind of a bitch move." Yeah, he, so he yeah. told he said he gonna pay for that yeah, yeah yeah so I, th- I think that added to the i'm not scared of you kind of layer for Bro, Stu, yeah you know what i mean went right into a diving meteor on claudio mox throws some haymakers but Stu eats those mm-hmm. all of them and then hits him with that standing uranagi yeah hits a a, tor- a springboard tornado ddt and follows up with a springboard corkscrew senton uh on yeah. claudio Bro- broton basically man but like yeah. uh uh i mean it's like a whisper in a wind basically yeah yeah, yeah. uh but the bcc get their heat back and triple pile drive Stu on the outside to the ring. Uh, continue to isolate Stu a while before Mox hits him with a strong pile driver uh, for a near fall. Stu finally able to catch him with a desperation running knee, I'm, or it was a V-trigger, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but gets the hot tag in the hangman who clears the house before Mox gets the uh, uh, tags in and, and you know obviously re- revisit their beef. They tee off on each other before hangman lands. Larry goes for the buckshot. Mox distracts the ref, and Yuta nails Hangman with the ring bell and knocks him out, takes him out the match. Uh, Stu and Uno realize that they got to do it two on three and just fire each other up and go to the battle swinging, you know, or go to the battle swinging before they hit the uh, what they call the Wombo Combo, uh, the Cannonball 450 uh, double team. Man, I, I, I just miss them as a team. You know, crowd was hot right they there. They just, like, but they just, they're one of those few where you're like, this is a tag Man, team. but let me cook real quick because yeah. not on top of that, near fall on Mox and then they hit the fatality, fatality. on Mox right after and it was the, so clean. It was like, very clean. It was super clean. Yuta breaks it up. Yeah, they had to get Yuta to break it up. Yeah. Uh, finish comes up when Claudio hits the pop-up uh, Euro uppercut on Stu. Mox caps him out with the rear naked uh, as Excalibur called it a Sparkling shot with a champagne finish. I was like, what the fuck? Was wow. That? Yeah, I, I, I never heard that before. Mm. Never heard that ever. Uh, Mox holds on to the choke again on this time uh, with Stu. 
as Uno breaks it up. But, of course, he gets uh, triple teamed by BCC before Silver and Reynolds come down for the save. Uh, as comment- uh, commentary reminds us that Hangman was still knocked out from the shot with the ring bell. So, yeah, anyway. that was – and you see the way that Yuta sprawled on top of the belt? Yeah. I was like – No, Yuta's been coming a little into his own. Yeah, I mean, yeah. maybe maybe trying to push him as a, a new credible face – and BCC was the wrong direction because he's kind of doing some good with, with with this new snarky aggressiveness that he's doing. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, sir. I mean, even the way how the chop blocks, little things. It's mm. like, damn, bro. <laughs> you like you trying to lead the charge in the hyenas? I get you, but I, I'm I'm liking I, I'm, he's I'm turning, liking the healness. But yeah, yeah, he's turning more into the wild card, huh? Mm-hmm. A little bit, a little bit. He's like, well, these guys got the name brand. <laughs> I gotta do something for myself. Yes. Uh, we get into uh, the first down of the night. Uh, Jay Cargill, TBS Championship, Canadian Open <sighs> Challenge. Challenge wasn't answered more than it was just provided <laughs> as Jade was uh, had an opponent already in the ring. No entrance uh, from the local independent scene as they kept putting her over her 17-year experience. Uh, her name was Nicole Matthews. She beats her with two moves, pump kick, jaded, one, two, three. 54-0. Post-match, uh, Renee tries to get a word with her, asking her what's next after her challenge in Canada, to which Jade asks, aren't you from Canada? And I was like, oh, okay, I like that. Yeah. Before I backing mean, She kind of did the same thing last week, but she just didn't step to her. Yeah, like, she backed her into a corner, and, like, would she, like, kiss her on the forehead or something? It was weird. Uh, before music hits, uh, because it was, like, really strained. I-, I couldn't hear what was going on with the music. It sounded like it was, like, not really popping, but I don't know. But then, yeah, Taya Valkyrie actually comes down, making her AEW debut, much of the, a lot of the rumors, which that could have just been it. But I get it. If you want to save it for a pay-per-view, cool, but y'all just have one. So what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, shit. Yeah. Uh, man, but, um, yeah, commentary uh, claiming she's a free agent right now. They get a fa- you know, face-to-face with Taya being uh, comparable in height as well as size. Uh, crowd yeah, tonight. I didn't think she was the same height as her. Yeah, that was, that was actually, comparable for sure. I mean, especially because, you know, Jay likes to wear a lot of heels, but, like, she was in a wrestling boot, so it was, like, kind of uh, unless maybe she was in heels. I don't think so. Uh, Taya could have been in street clothes. I mean, I know she was in street clothes, so she could have been rocking heels. Mm-hmm. Who knows? True. Or boots or whatever the fuck. But Jade leaves, but Layla Gray tries to attack her from behind where uh, Loetta Loca hits her with the Jaded, or should I say the Road to Valhalla, which is her mm-hmm. move before yep. Jade started using it yep. anyways. Exactly. So. That was the other thing that was interesting. I'm like, oh, so are, are we breaking? And then you throw Beth Phoenix in there. You got a hell of a forbidden door match. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. And then you got Edge there trying to just squeeze buns. You know what I mean? He's just, he's in, he's in there. He's <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, that's right. He's just in there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Squeezing mm-hmm. buns. AW <laughs> <laughs> programming, man. Uh, but, uh, rated R. <laughs> Come on over. No. Come on over. We won't let you be rated R no more. Oh, oh, if you want to grab sponsor, you ain't wonder about people grabbing booty all on the videos. <laughs> no criticism. No criticism. <laughs> Your wife. You ain't gotta worry about Matt Hardy jumping you from the crowd. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we got a, a number four. No. Uh, this is what I did not think about. It. This is more one of those things that was like kind of what you said earlier, like a little bit of development, but nothing. And I, the only reason I, this was a down for me is because it did nothing for nobody. Like earlier, Juice. Robinson had like a 30 second pre tape talking about yeah. why he attacked Ricky, but he never answers why. He just asks what Ricky's going to do about him dropping him on his surgically repaired yeah. neck. Not Ri- diddly squat. Yeah, not. I was like, you're not it gonna- was a great promo, though. I was, but, just but, like, no, oh. but I was waiting for him to say shit. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. Jack diddly, diddly squat. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it was like a Bosberg. I, I thought, I really thought I was in the curse. I really wanted to curse. 
Uh, but yeah, man, I don't know. It was uh, <laughs> but then yeah, Ricky had a chance to to uh, you know respond, and he says Bullet Club was popular back in like 2015, but it's 2023. So and now, so maybe Juice should do something for himself instead of you know just for his crew. Uh, says that he wants, if he wants to bring Bullet Club into it, that he's ready anytime, anywhere. Which I was like, what the hell is that? You ain't even got a clue. Yeah, with you, bro. yeah, that's what I'm trying. All to of a sudden, like, it's like Team Taz is back. I mean, I know the Forbidden Door is coming in for you know that it's like a one night only type mm-hmm. of thing, and anything could happen. But you know, I thought it was a down because it didn't really. There was no substance. There was no why. Yeah, and he's just like it, was, it just felt like to just get him on the uh, on the on show. The show. Yeah. yeah, you could have just put Juice in a, in a match and have Ricky. Like not you know do something I don't know. Come on, Ricky. Something. Something. No, no I, 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 I feel you. <laughs> something. Uh, let me see what's next. Uh, sorry, I was stalling a bit. Oh, we get the next down. <laughs> QTV. Oh yeah. Did you see this? No. Oh, you're not familiar with QTV. QTV. Oh, oh no, wait, I did. I did actually. Yeah, they're trying to be. Um, what, what what's the show? Uh, TMZ, basically. I, I, I guess, man. It, it's been proven that the whole uh, carjacking angle was a hoax. Complete work. As uh, footage is shown of Aaron Solo being the one who broke into the car and stole the championship. Uh, as QT, Solo, Hobbs, and two other people I've never seen before, who I guess are rolling with QT as like assistants or something. Sure. Um, they're all in a room watching the footage with QT saying that Wardlow should have seen this coming as MGF stole his momentum last year. And then you got Solo making jokes about Wardlow being able to be the Spike TV champion because of his hairstyle, which I was like, I don't, I don't know, which, you know, the QT makes a ruthless aggression reference, and then they ask what's next for Wardlow, and Solo's like, uh, whenever Batista is doing, but not as good. I'm just like, what is going on, dude? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, and then QT just says, nothing is next for Wardlow, because, you know, it shows that he stole his passport, too. And I'm just like, all right. And then. Yeah, he ain't Hob- going anywhere. And then Hobbs finally talks. <laughs> it says because, nothing. Yeah, he, he's just sitting there not saying shit. He just says, Wardlow, welcome to Hobbs' world, bitch. No, Will's world. Is yeah. that what we say? Will's world? Because it's alliteration. Wardlow's world, Will's world, you know, the WW. Wayne's world. Yeah. yeah man, whatever. It was a down. That's what it was. It was shit. I wanted more of him playing on I Told You, like them showing back in, you know, a couple rampages ago and stuff when he was trying to chase the TT title originally and QT was randomly in the mix because I can't remember who it was that was dealing with the factory at the at that time, at, at the same time. And so they were like, the hey, if you need our help. Time. And he's like, I'm telling you, man, I can help you out. And, you know, and he did do something where he did owe him one, but it wasn't something any, I don't was think they swerve? highlighted. It, maybe. It was, no, no, I, remember, I, I do was, remember that, though. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it was between Samoa Joe and yeah, Wardlow. That's what was, I, that's yeah, that's what yeah, I think yeah. it was. I think maybe Wardlow maybe went against. Oh, you, you know what it was? I got this TV deal coming in. <laughs> it's QTV. I think it was the factory when. I think they had some tag match against War Joe before they imploded. Hardly, it was probably what happened hardly. at the time. So, yeah, anyway. But, yeah, feel free to go. F.T. Wardlow and, and War Joe, hard, most horrible <laughs> name. Sorry, guys. F.T. Wardlow. I love y'all, all four of y'all. I mean, or five of y'all. It's, it's cool, but nah. Sorry. Isn't it F.T. War? Is that what it was? Yeah. That's still bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's just not as – it's less bad. I mean, just as bad as this uh, this next yeah. match. Um, mm. Another down. We've got three downs in a row. Orange Cassidy, Jeff Jarrett, International Championship. Just kept plugging the new Shazam movie throughout the entrances. Uh, this match gets down, uh, major down for me. Didn't do anything for me as a fan. 
Uh, I'm not a big fan of either. I mean, I got respect for both what both guys do. I, I, I've been giving respect to Orange and him going out and killing it with these singles matches. has been yeah. making him look like a million bucks and the guy he's in the ring with. But, I mean, dude, Jared was, like, brawling with him on the outside for, like, five minutes during the picture-in-picture. Bro, like, bro. They, they were in the crowd fighting up the stairs. Like, I it's like, I why? Yeah, bro, I, I wasn't even paying attention It's to a championship match. Like, why are yeah. we? Why are they burying the rules in the referee? Like, And why are they picture-in-picture? And then, like, Jay Lethal interferes and after they said that he was, wasn't there because he had his arm in a sling. No, he did. Yeah, he came out on the ramp, and then they left. Yeah, I, and so you quickly saw him with the sling, but yeah. yeah, and then he hits Cassidy with the stolen, quote unquote, stolen Golden Globe. Golden Globe gets ran off by Trent, who hits a pretty good spear, and then he, you know, takes off his jacket to show he's been lifting. I guess I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't know why she they don't. Shades, guys. It's just like, but you guys see that he's rolling with a crew. You should have been down there. With yeah, him already, already. So yeah. that's dumb. That's I mean, they're the reason why you guys weren't in that tag match because they attacked y'all. Exactly. Like, yeah. You know what I mean, but anyways. Uh, match ends when Orange uh, hits the orange punch while continuously sewing his leg for the win. I mean, yeah, that whole thing. <laughs> uh, we get the last few segments here, though, and they're both ups. Uh, but I will go one segment, then I'll do match announcements in the last segment. The Outcasts, which I guess is official now. They are called the Outcasts. They're not the freelancers, thank God. Um, you know. That's better. It yeah, just, I mean, it just doesn't feel as outsider, very original. Outcasts, yeah. social mm-hmm. outcasts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, but hard. but the thing that 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 is makes it strong though is the fact that you look at the the ladies and not taking nothing away from Riot Squad, but they got a pretty they got a cool little group of hitters. You know yeah, they do. So, they do. You know, I can't I can't call it. You know, mm-hmm. I was worried about Tony because her tone wasn't tone's all wrong well, you know but then what she was saying <laughs> was like okay you got me back you, your content yeah yeah it's all about the context because i was worried thinking that she was going to suffer from not talking much mm-hmm. and i mean but she i mean not to be you know misogynistic but she does have her looks for her, you know what i mean yeah. obviously guys she has an appeal you know what i mean so oh, yeah uh but anyways ruby uh, tells a story about how the grass used to be greener in AEW. Uh, but that a couple of bitches pissed all over the grass and asked Soraya, what do they do to bitches that aren't housebroken? And Soraya responds uh, by saying that they let them know that AW is their house. Yeah. Uh, and then all of a sudden, whose house? Doom, doom, doom. Skirt, skirt. Swear, 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 swear. Top. Got moguls on my side. <laughs> we good. Yeah, I'm cool, man. You can leave them backstage. <laughs> this has done absolutely nothing, nothing for, for nobody on the other side of yeah. it. I, all it did is make uh, uh, Keith Lee grow gray. Uh, just turn <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's grown, grown gray old. hairs over it. This will turn into like future oh. Captain America. Uh, no, I don't think I will. No. Uh, anyways, no. why? That was so... All right, for sure. Hey, man. <laughs> hey. But but then she says, without them there, that there wouldn't be a division. You can boo all you want, and this is where I was tripping. But I'm a miracle, and I wouldn't expect less from a bunch of neckbeard, stinky twats. I was like, what? <laughs> well, the neckbeard thing, she started last no, week. No, so the, I no, that's that not little, the neckbeard. But the, but, the twa- but the twat, because twats mean Dude, Brad, different. Brad Maddox in, in, guy in, in, fired at a house show yeah, for yeah, saying yeah, something yeah. like that, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it ain't WWE, man. <laughs> and I think, I think what it is is just the fact that, you know, the, the English – have a different vocabulary. I mean, look what they call cigarettes. No, we know what twats are. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. But, like, I don't know. I was like, oh. And I was thinking, I was like, maybe Canada got a different uh, FCC or kind of, like, regulations out here. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. they can get away with a little bit. 
Maybe the hockey players talk a little colorful in their post interviews. I don't. I have no idea. I don't know how it go. <laughs> you know, they got they got a little bit of allowance there, but um, but yeah, she she that's what she goes off about. Tony goes and talks about how when she was interim champion, she wore it with a smile, but that Jamie cheated to beat her for the women's title, and that the fans cheered for it. Uh, Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter actually hit the ring and immediately brawl with the three of them. But the numbers game comes into play until Rio's music hits, and she comes out uh, running with a lead pipe. Yeah. Like, bigger than herself. And I then, just thought it was weird for her. So, like, so I felt like Willow So, commentary it, yeah. made reference that, I guess, the outcast spray-painted Rio on Rampage last week. No, I wasn't so, mad at her running out. It's just I mean, her being the one to hold the pipe. Oh, no. I don't think it was a pipe, bro. I think it was like a, I, I think she was at uh, at Hot Topic and she bought a poster, right? And she was like, I, oh, word, shit, I got to go. Word. That, because that shit would have weighed her down. That was a blueprint canister. But, yeah, <laughs> Willow Nightingale was there with Sky Blue, and I'm just like, this is the first hit, uh, uh, program for this group. It kind of shows the, uh, the shallowness and dependable, ready-to-go yeah. I mean, hey, I fucks with Willow though. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, Honey, of course. But, yeah, I think she's the most I like ready. Rio, but, I like Rio know. in her sp- in the spurts, same as Hikaru. Yeah, which I don't know what they're doing with her. Yeah, she we was, were talking about that last. She, week. Yeah, she, she she was part of the the first <laughs> the part one act one, and then they were like, "All right, cool, thanks for getting us here." <laughs> yeah, yeah, here's your money. We're, we're gonna tell people you had visa issues. <laughs> it's like fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it goes over well. No one will ask a thing. But yeah, match uh, match announcements. Uh, apparently, it's St. Patrick's Day Slam uh, next Friday. Oh yeah, you know it, bro. But uh, it's gonna be at eleven thirty at night as opposed oh. to ten because I guess you know they're planning for the you know it's March Madness NCAA championship and hey. shit. Um, but on that card for Rampage, Powerhouse Hobbs will have an open challenge, even though it's not open if. They already have a challenge for it. Yeah, it's, uh, Ray, Ray yeah Phoenix, he answered it. Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, for the TNT Championship, uh, 2.0 uh, will take on the Bollywood Boys as Yo, well. They're, they're, uh, they, they had a good they, promo. They keep I, trying. Well, I, I like the what the acclaim did, but it, I was like, it wasn't storylines or anything. So I was, I just didn't even bring. Well, it up. no, they were trying to recruit them last week. Yeah, right? and then we get what do you or do you leave us alone? <laughs> so I'm surprised they're following up with it, but it is funny in my opinion. Like I, I mean, th- those get guys 2.0 get a works, taste works great together. So. Oh yeah, no, I mean, because I, I, I sat there. And thought, He's all, like, you know how hard they got money. I saw him because <laughs> <laughs> I sat there and thought I'm like they don't really have characters, right? But in the group they're in, they're entertaining as hell with what they give them. Yeah. So that actually speaks for more than having an actual connectability to. I mean, because no one's gonna, you know, believe those guys are gonna go for a world title individually or something like that. No, you no. Know what I mean, so. Uh, anyways, uh, and then also Taya Valkyrie is supposed to make her in-ring debut uh, on Rampage as well. Yeah. And then for Dynamite, I don't know why, but they say that for this one for Dynamite is Hook and uh, taking on Stokely Hathaway. No yeah, DQ. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out what what's been going on with that. Well, but. I think I told you that I thought that match was going to get added to Revolution because all the only thing that happened was like, you know, there's a whole thing with the whole cast situation. There was a match that happened uh, a couple uh, weeks ago on on Dynamite where it was Big Bill against Hook. It was, like, it was some some match where it was like them versus Hook, and then. They were like on commentary, kept talking up this whole side footage that no one else has seen if they don't watch anything else but what's on TV, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. About how they joked about, oh, I mean, if he could be you, then I mean, I guess he deserves to get in a match with me. <laughs> yeah, I bet. No key, no DQ, right? <laughs> yeah, probably at Revolution or something, right? And I'm like, yes. yeah, that's exactly how a match is supposed to, you know that's what I mean? Lame. Yeah, it was really lame. So that's why I'm surprised that they didn't just drop it, to be mm-hmm. honest. 
Um, but they do need to do some with Hook. But anyways, last segment of the, uh, the night here, obviously, House of Black defending the trios championships against the the elite the the elite and the Jericho Appreciation Society. Uh, man, just go and watch this fucking match. Yeah, dude. yeah, for real. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, I mean, it, there's a lot of story. Yeah, but, I mean, but on, the yeah. action is top notch. Yeah, sure. on paper it's automatic. You know, up obviously witnessing the 25 minute match itself, and you know this was a main event. It reminded me a lot of like how hot the crowd used to get back in like you know the big match like main events on Raw. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be, like, Stone Cold, The Rock, Jericho versus, like, Definitely. Kane, Taker, yeah, it was star-studded. Triple H or whatever. Definitely you know star-studded, I mean? yeah. Uh, fans really into the potential of Omega and Jericho facing again in the middle of, the, of Winnipeg, uh, with the best part being that every time Jericho and Omega would try to touch and tag in at the same time, the House of Black would be there to steal the moment and, and uh, attack them for the heat, which I enjoyed. Uh, <laughs> they're just great. The way that they just come in like a pack of wolves, bro, they're just so orchestrated. I, I love know. it, yeah. It looks so chaotic. You're just like, it's not even about trying to run away. You just freeze because you're see, like, holy you know shit. Crazy? Like, it's so chaotic, but it's so organized, It's, it, it's organized uh, uh, chaos yeah. and swift. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, like, like, before you even realize it's happening, it's like, oh. You're, that's why you're, I say you just freeze because you're like, dude, I don't even know where the fuck I should mm-hmm. even, how do I pivot, you know? We did eventually get to the point where both men finally teed off on each other. You know, even had a few spots of them working together to help take out uh, House of Black in a few uh, few spots. But there was a lot of great action. Felt bad for Aubrey, though, because there was, like, no way she was going to be able to realistically keep the rules intact of the match. And uh, mm-hmm. the only issue I had with this match, really, besides, you know, that, you know, obviously there was a, a big old lenience because of that going on, uh, trio stuff. Uh, the fact that Omega just snapped Dragon Brody King off the rip, like, first try. No, no attempt, no breaking him down and then hitting it. He just hit it. I was like, dude, really? There was one guy. I think what it was it was a counter, though. Like, like some he, guys, he, he he hit one, mm-hmm. and then a guy, another, he came rushing in, and he ducked under, and then hit him with one, and that was it. I was like, wait, what? And I ran it back. I was like, Are you saying the guy Jin ain't ain't, ain't no he, strong? Yeah, but I mean the way that they sell Brody, I was like, that's. I mean, I know it's a snap, but I'm like, dang, I don't know. You know, I thought maybe just a little protect him a little bit, but. Huge, huge diving cover from uh, Cutter, I should say, from Sammy off the top. Yeah, for real. That was awesome. Uh, the Bucks had a refreshing super kick party moment, um, to be honest. Yeah. Omega tried for the V-trigger, but Jericho cut him off with the walls of Jericho. I thought that was great as well. Pretty entertaining stuff, man. Main takeaway, aside from the House of Black retaining the trio's championships uh, with the Black Master Daniel Garcia, uh, was that at one point uh, they showed footage of BCC in the bag still brawling with Hangman, Silver, and Reynolds. With uh, commentary noting that Uno got taken to the hospital and Stu was with him, I'm like, why? There's nothing that happened. To yeah, him. I thought that was like, weird. Why wouldn't Stu be? And He's I'll the be one who got choked out. They didn't even need to um, show them in the parking lot. They could have just came out fighting, in my opinion, like or came through the crowd. Would have been dope. Yeah, coming through the crowd would have been better than just showing the up through the through the um, through the. You know what I mean? I mean, because because then they would have hit music to make it more corny. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? Yeah, true. But yeah, man, they. Uh, I mean, honestly, uh, you know, much to what you were saying, you know, they cut back to the main event, which seemed super random until the end of the match. Because when they did it, I was like, that was kind of poorly timed. I'm like, what was that about? And of course, I didn't know what was about to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if this was done by design or if they simply ran out of airtime. But the brawl ended up spilling out to the ring uh, after the match was done with BCC taking out silver and Reynolds and throwing hangman into the ring, assumingly to jump them, mm. uh, all three of them. But you know, hangman gets up facing the BCC pretty much egging him on. Like he's ready to get beat down, bro. Mm. Like, you know, he's, he's really looking like a cowboy here, but then, you know, he wants to go out swinging and all that. Then is confused when the BCC don't rush him at all. Instead, slowly retreat as we see the picture coming together into frame with the elite, the, the elite Omega and the bucks 
actually behind Hangman, unbeknownst to Cowboy. Yeah. And right when he's turning around and realizing what's going on, the show goes off the air. I was like, oh, you motherfuckers. You know what I mean? But yeah. Yeah, I mean, because um, the reason I asked you about BCE is he, he he was on the phone talking to Uno on a phone call. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, oh, Stu? Okay. You know what, that actually, because he, he, he wasn't, he was whatever about the six, man. He's like, man, I told you I was done with Mox. And he's like, yeah, but we got to get our lick back. Not really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he's just, you know, because I, fr- I forgot that he had that picture turned around uh, on oh, his show. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was just looking at, a, at the other picture that was next to it. And when he put it down, he accidentally knocked the other one over. And then when he went to go grab it, he was like, Oh shit! You know what I mean. But they don't zoom in on it. You just have to, you know, know what, what you know, remember mm. what it is. So um, he's like, "Yeah, yeah, Stu." He's like, "Yeah, yeah." I look forward to uh, telling them how I feel, telling him how I feel. You know what I mean? So that that little, I was like, "Huh?" And then the name of the episode was Dusty Old Photo, I think. Mm. Mm. Something like that. So I, I figured something, but I didn't know it's about I, time to get the band. I, I didn't know how they were gonna get there. You know what I mean? We'll so see. But the only thing too is they still have Callus and. Uh, Nakazawa. Which, nah, hear me on this. Nah. <laughs> I can see them two actually cornering uh, Takeshka if they're going to really. I would like that a lot. Actually. You know what I mean? Like them two yeah, with yeah, him, yeah. you know, if they're going to really try to hone him. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was it, man. That was that was a good show. I mean, you know, still a little bit more ups than downs. There were just some segments I felt like just, you know, yeah. like the jade thing it was like this whole canadian thing that was kind of a letdown for yeah most. i would have ra- I, I get it they didn't want to throw away the money you know in the match of them two but i was like who the fuck is this chick <laughs> you know what i mean what she, i was like nikki who oh okay yeah because after you told me you didn't want to spoil it i started thinking of possible names i'm like wait isn't taya from isn't she canadian but yeah. she lives in la now and i was like I think it's gonna be her. I'll be kind of cool. With and it was the that. fact that I, I, you know, I found out that she was done since March second ah, with Impact. So I was like, so she's ah, done. So done. Kind of like free, yeah, free yeah. free agent, you know. So, but for she sure. did put up the. Uh, I don't know if you saw. She put up the graphic, so it is official. She she okay. said thank you, Tony Khan at Tony Khan for my new home. You know. So. I mean, I I know how she felt last time. You know, with how WWE did her. You know what I mean. Yeah. So I mean, I'm hoping this is gonna be more. Beneficial for her, you know what I mean? So Yeah, for real. But, uh, yeah, man, that, that was the show. I want to thank you all for doing what y'all do and that's tuning in to, to, you know, what we do. And that's talk about the show, everything that's going on, whether it's, you know, AEW, WWE, NXT, man. Obviously, we're going to be probably talking more on some main event stuff uh, leading into uh, everything, you know, WrestleMania. Obviously, we're going to be there. Hope to see you guys as well. And if you do see us, you know, say what up, man. Yeah, don't be scared now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Just, you know, keep it, keep it cool. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Don't don't fan out. Just say what up, fist bump. Yeah, let us know who you're going for. Maybe, maybe too sweet. Might even too ha- sweet. Me maybe maybe, maybe we, could, we, could, we could probably maybe film some like live predictions with y'all or something. Yeah, that'd I mean, be great. We, yeah, we, actually, yeah, we, we look good. You know, look forward to interacting with y'all, man. But until then, you gotta uh, hit us up on social media, and you gotta be following us on social media. And if you're not, I don't know what you're doing, man. At the Quincy Jones Show on Instagram, at Quincy Jones Show on Twitter, backslash the Quincy Jones Show on Facebook, and of course at the Quincy Jones Show on TikTok. If I'm on there, I, I'm sometimes on there, but depends on what video or content. We're we're putting out lately, man. But of course, mm-hmm. don't forget to tune in to the Quincy Jones Show. That's every Friday, man. That's on iTunes. That's on SoundCloud, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Castbox, True One Hundred Radio as well, man. And don't forget the Quincy Jones Show, the album by yours truly, featuring uh, the best damn tag team partner as well, uh, Doc Lesnar, is also available on Spotify. Well, with a, a whole lot, a litany of, of streaming uh, services, but. Uh, yes, yes. Apple, you know, iTunes, Amazon, Title, everything Run streams in up, baby. Or, or download it, you know. Yeah. Download it, you know. Put mm-hmm. 
get that little workout mix popping because I, I got a little something for everybody. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. So check out check out both events, man. Doc Lesnar and Quincy yeah. Jones for show. Yeah, check out Doc. This is awesome as well, man. Um, I mean, check out everything Doc got. He got more stuff on there than I do. So you know, I'm just getting my feet wet. But Doc, Doc definitely got some bangers, man. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, tell them where to go to find you, my my good sir. Yeah, uh, yeah, you already know, man. If you want to follow your your boy at Doc Lesnar, that's uh, everything having to do with my personal life and music career. Uh, at Doc underscore KGS Pod for all things having to do with this here show, man. Uh, hashtag Wrestle Wednesdays. Let's keep it going, y'all. Check in with the culture, man. Also, hey. check in with us. Let us know what shows you're going to WrestleMania week. That'd Hell be really yeah, fun, yeah. man. Yeah, I'm trying to I'm trying to see if I can get into a little bit more because obviously we're, we're doing the. Wally Mania. Yeah. I think we may try to hit the FTR joint as well. Yeah. And then, of course, we so far we got night one. Or, no, I'm sorry, night two of Mania. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be I, at WrestleCon Friday. I don't know if you want to roll. I think I'm going to try to roll. I definitely want to see if I could uh, – Go to maybe a few, like maybe the, one of the collectives. Yeah, yeah, um, that'd be fun. Just too, because yeah. I want, I want to support the California. Yeah, of course. Stuff. You some know of it, I mean? it just fluctuates like what time. Some of it's like eleven a.m. Twelve. I did, I did, like I did so, see that. So also I was thinking it's, like it's a, probably doable. You know what yeah. I mean? Just depending and, you know on what, what the, it, it's like a it's like a um what is it like a, it's like, a like a festival? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like a wrestling festival. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's which, yeah, like all the different schedules and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's pretty cool though, man. Yeah, check it out again. Looking forward to seeing y'all, man. Yeah. Um, also, again, I was gonna say, yeah. uh, and then follow your boy at Lesnar's underscore lots. Oh yeah, Lesnar's underscore lots for all things having to do with my Mercari page. Uh, I just sold something. Very substantial uh, just yesterday. So, uh, CM Punk vintage elite flashback mm. back when, you know, ECW title. Mm. Like, yeah, ringside collectible exclusive. Mm. But, uh, you know, for all the figureheads, if you like uh, autograph 8x10s, if, you know, you're into just random merch or uh, Funko Pops, you know, hit your boy up. Uh, again, I I'm mean, on Mercari. Uh, you also have some stuff with The Office as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, and definitely. Some, uh, yeah. Rick and Morty stuff as well. Yeah, so, in case you guys definitely. are into that. And uh, if you guys are Anaheim Ducks fans, too, I got a Oh, yeah, stuff that's, in, that's in that very, very too, true. Yeah, you got a market for that as well. Because I know, I know you also have a lot of exclusive um, Chase stuff as well. Yeah. So definitely check that out, man. More than fair. I mean, yeah, my, my, my boy here does the research. So but more than uh, more than anything you do today, follow at Winter Circle Pro Absolutely. on Instagram. Uh, is it at Winter Circle Pro on Facebook as well? Yes, it is, and, you and could, on uh, YouTube as well. And yep, and then uh, at Winter Circle PW on Twitter. There man. you go. So yeah, that's that's gonna be it. But yeah. um, yeah, man. Until next time. Again, I'm sure we're gonna have another uh, match reveal. We're gonna talk about it. But uh, yeah. Until then, we got three words for him, my friend. Top, Top guys, guys out. out.